This is episode 666. Uh, yeah, it's an unlucky number, but it's a good show. I thought we'd start off with the Stones covering Sympathy for the Devil or Sympathy for Mephisto, which I'm sure many Spider-Man fans don't have. Before we get on with this episode, I want to thank people that made it possible. Uh, they logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, and they help pay the bills, and they also get some exclusive perks like a monthly Spider Satellite episode. They also get episodes like this two weeks earlier than the public. So, uh, again, thank you. It goes out to Gene, uh, Ghost Spider 2018, JR, Robert, Scott, Adam, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, James, Jimmy D, uh, Josh, Kelly, Laura, Mohammed, Noah, OForce33, Sarah, Scott, Venkman, Will, hashtag something good for you, Andrew, Bob, Craig, Dowd, Datboy, Donnie, Jeffrey, Gru Comics, Half Skimo, Ira, JB, uh, Jay, Jared, John J, John P, Curtis, Matthew, Michael K, Patrick, Ricky, Shane, Stephen, Stuart, Symbiobro, Toby Z, Mitzi86, and Nick. Again, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. Help support the site. Make sure that you get more episodes come out in the future and get some exclusive perks. All right, let's get on with Spider News. Let me please introduce myself. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Spider News. Let's bring the friends, the spider friends in there. What's going on, JR? What's going on, Kelly? Mark and Neil's in the house. Right down to join us in just a little bit. Mark, did you kill him? What what happened to my man over there? Oh, I I sent him a different link. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You sent him a different Uh link to join join the show. Oh, man. Uh, I'm back in my prison cell. You, you, he's in your what? I'm back in my prison cell. School. Oh, oh yeah. Did, is this the first week or second week for you? Uh, it hasn't started yet, but oh. all the white walls. Look at that. Oh, it's like you're in a kindred cell there. <laughs> but is that where you want to be? Sure. <laughs> I ha- I legally have to say yes to get my degree. So sure. Oh, there you go. What's up, Josh? How you doing, buddy? Uh, spider news, spider news. Heidi ho gang. I've arrived. What's up, Alex? Uh, we will start once we get Peter in here or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, sec, didn't uh, Mark and <laughs> Peter make New Year's resolutions be nice to no. each other? No, that Hor- should know that New Year's resolutions mean bunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're meant to be broken. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! JR's back. Oh, there you go, JR. Yay. I am. You're, oh, you're, oh, <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah. I am. Th- and thank you for noticing. Hey, y'all. What's up, Heroine? Uh, let me get my notes up here. Let me get my screen up going. Uh, let's see here. Hopefully, all of our watchers from last show come back. That was a nice yeah. little group of people that were hitting me with so many comments, I couldn't keep up with them all, uh, including Josh. And Josh, help me, uh, Mark. His question was about uh, Tombstone underrated villain spider-man villain he said it was tombstone he wouldn't know what we thought it was 
most uh, we can go around the horn for him. Uh, let's see. What do you think, Mark? What's your most underrated villain? Spot's up there for me. I can't think of one that uh, Shocker's one. God. Shocker should be a lot more powerful than what he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bruce says, I spent the last hour looking through Colin <laughs> Spider Man shirts, never knew there were so many, Bruce. Yeah, dude, there's a ton of them. There's a lot of these 60s now. Because uh, they're so popular memes, I was I I've never seen any merchandise uh, with sixty Spider Man, sixty seven Spider Man. So that was crazy. Neil, who's an underrated villain? I was gonna say Spot, but you already said Spot. Uh, so. Two for Spot. There you go. Jr. Who you like? Oh Lord, you know, I mean, I was trying to think of one, and I mean, I, 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 I nothing really comes to mind. I've never been a big fan of Tombstone. Um, really? I, I, well, maybe it's because of that whole weird thing with Robbie Robertson. If he were just a, you know, if he were just a, uh, if, he, if he were kind of the, um, more like the uh, character in the cartoon that Keith David voiced, mm. um, you know, yeah. the, the, you know, the, 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 the crime Lord thing, but uh, they, they put that thing in there with Robbie and I never did figure out about that. So now I, I, I can't yeah. give you a good answer right now. I'm sorry. Okay, Kelly, who's one that you think is underrated? Does it have to stay in the 616? No. I, I okay. thought you'd I thought you'd go there. <laughs> yeah, uh, I really love Crazy Eight from oh, Spider yeah. Crawl, and I feel like he does not get enough love, even though yeah. he was a very beloved love crazy it. character, but I enjoy yeah. it. Oh, actually, I do like his mother, Angel Face. Hey, uh, that's I, do, I do, I do, I did like that character. I thought the, I thought Spider Girl was developing a pretty good uh, rogues gallery. Oh yeah, uh, you know, and uh, it's just a shame that the this series never really found its, you know. But did, did you guys hear me all right? what? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. It didn't find its what? Jr. It got canceled. Yeah. Before it found well, its what? No, I, I didn't. You know, it was just kind of like it's just a shame it could it didn't have any staying power. I mean, it just uh, uh, I mean, yeah, it made it through yeah. that hundred issues, but uh, you know, it, it seemed like uh, what DeFalco was doing that it looked like it just seemed like he had a. I was really interested in where he was carrying the character, and he, you know, the 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 the, the, the you know the old characters he kept introducing. He find ways to make them interesting and useful. Yeah. You know, like Felicia and Felicia's daughter, and you know, I just uh, you know, the Lady Octopus. You know, just uh, I, I thought he was doing a lot of good stuff. I would like to see it go a hundred more issues. Yeah. Well, I mean, it. Well, so, so it, almost did. it almost <laughs> did. Um, yeah. I mean, it is still the longest running. Um, female solo title for Marvel. Yeah. Hey, Peter, take your mic away from your mouth a little bit. I'm getting some, I'm getting some Darth Vader on it. <laughs> uh, I think so. Prowler is dope, says Adam. JR is triggering Kelly here with his Spider Girl talk. <laughs> Crazy 8, not hack mutter. Stop the old man. <laughs> the Dragon King. Yep. Uh, oh, Josh, I got that time. We answered your question earlier. I hope you heard it. You can rewind it if you didn't. We answered your previous question. Sorry that I, I stopped the show. I don't think that Super Chat appeared on my end. But when, when I hit stop, a whole bunch of them appeared. So that's probably what happened. But we got this one. Uh, Spider-Man's most underrated overlooked story. The, uh, uh, the drunk story where he goes to fight Hobgoblin drunk. Yes. That's a great one by Fabian. Yes. Uh, I think that's spec. I mean, uh, web 38. I could be wrong. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, anybody else got some? I kind of like the Smithville Thunderbolt story. 
um, mm-hmm. you know, the uh, where there's like you know small town superhero, you know, uh, and Peter goes to investigate with another reporter, and it turns out he's been faking it for the last couple of years because he lost his powers. Or something like yeah. that. You like that ASM one fifty three about the football? You've often talked about that one, Jr. Yeah, but I don't know that that's overlooked. I mean, I think that that show. I think you're you the know, only he, one I know that talks about it. Yeah, I know. I, but, but it's like, but it's like, but yeah. I, well, it's because it's so old. I mean, it's from the seventies now. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, before some of you were born. You know, I mean, well, I don't know. I mean, I see some old guys here. You know, uh, you know, uh, it was before Neil and Kelly were born. Before Neil and yeah. Kelly, were yeah. That I sounds mean, like a you problem. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But like Peter if, David, when cometh the commuter? I, I, you know, I yeah. like that story, but I don't know that it's overlooked or whatever. Because I don't I think, think that it, one's overlooked either. Yeah. yeah. I think it pops up on a lot of favorite list. I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna submit an underrated one, the one where Spider Man and Hellcat fight Thanos over the cosmic cube. Because it's, it's one of those like one of those, one of those oh, like so Spidey super stories? Yeah, where oh, Thanos, like, is that oh, the Thanos oops, copter? Oops, yeah, oops Thanos I dropped copter. the cosmic cube. <laughs> oh yeah, that's great. You know, they made a Thanos copter hot wheel. Like yeah. Comic Con, I I should buy that. That's that's pretty funny. Uh, Citro says the uh, the novel Spider Man Lizard Sanction was actually pretty good. I, that was a good one. I I remember those prose books. So it was the longest hundred yards. That's what one of Jair's favorite. Yeah, Kelly, what's one of yours? I mean, out of Spider Man, I don't really like have one that I would say was underrated. Yeah. Uh, so. I mean, but if I was going to pick one, if you mm-hmm. want to know some stories, uh, going to plug another Spider Girl story. There's uh, one about Father's Day with Electro and his daughter, and it's I remember really, that. really oh, yeah. good. Is that the one with the punching in the in the ring? Yes. Yeah, okay. I think it's eighty. Like, is it? It's either seventy-one it's, or eighty-one. Yeah, I think I it's that. Like eighty-one. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. it's it's a really good little one-shot story, and it's on Marvel Unlimited. So. If you have that, you should go read it. It's cute, and it's it a is. good father-daughter yeah. moment, and make you wish that you know, yeah, one more day never happened. Peter, what's one of yours that's underrated, under overlooked? Um, I like the Demogorgon and Kyrian story in spec. Yeah, yep. and Mark, did we get yours? Yes, mm-hmm. uh, the drunk okay. Spidey. Okay, yeah. and Mark, your boys here. He likes back in black. That's one of his favorite. That's a good one. That that Kingpin. I, I, King I, I, I hesitate to say it's underrated. Yeah, is it underrated? Yeah. Or? I, I, I don't I think, think it's underrated. You guys do not dispute my son. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. it, it might be overlooked because There's it's kind of because it, it comes in just before brand new day hits. So it yeah, might it's, it's, it's it, it might kind of be tainted by some of that loser stink from Brand New Day, but it, uh, it's it's sandwiched in between Civil War and One More Day, so I think that's I think that's Grant's argument is that like it's it's because of its situational status, yeah, it's not as funnily looked on as like earlier JMS. Neil, do you have your Yeti mic near you? Let me ch- yeah, hang on. Okay. Yeah. You, you sound like it's, I'm not hearing the Yeti mic. Hang on, is that better? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Night and day. Uh, we can still hear you. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be all like right. this with Mark all night. Isn't it? Oh, wow. He, he's actually going to hear me now. Mark, Mark, Mark is next door. He's going next door to kick Mark's ass. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are we ready? You, Alfred. <laughs> Coming down in three, two. Hey, Crawl Spacers. Welcome to Spider News. We haven't done one of these segments in a while. 
Let's introduce the panel. We've got JR. What's going on, JR? I'm here. It's another new year. I'm so happy to <laughs> so happy to be here and happy to be alive. Thank you. Thank you very much. <sighs> what a way to start an episode. <laughs> For those listening into the car, don't fall asleep. JR is trying to put you to sleep, but we're bringing you back up with Kelly. What's going on with Kelly? Hey, I get to... Uh, follow ran that. Up, yeah, I get to follow that. Uh, but I'm excited. I feel like I got a Christmas present with one of the stories that you gave me to re- to review. Oh. I think we're gonna have a lot of fun with it. Oh, very nice, very nice. There is a tease to listen to <laughs> what was probably gonna be a two hour episode, if I had to guess. Yeah. This one doesn't have another episode on the back end of it, so we can go as long as we want, as long as Jr. is still alive. Uh, so we have. <laughs> I mean, if we go too far in the future, you know, you, the odds well, aren't I, good. I, I did say that I did. I did. You know, I like I said at our uh, previous issue or previous uh, show when Dark Mark was said he was in it for the long run. I can't be in it for the long run. I don't have that much time. <laughs> Jr. is in it long, for the I'm short okay. walk. <laughs> we have Shy Town Spidey. What's going on, sir? Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah, no doubt. And we have Neil back in prison, a.k.a. school, it says on his little tag. So, Adam, your comment about me waking up my mom, that's irrelevant now, at least for the next five months. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you're a senior now, aren't you, Neil? Are this the last year? This this is my last semester. Uh, If everything goes to plan, I will be graduating in May. Are you going to throw a party for us, Neil? How many classes do you have to pass to to get the degree? How many do you have to have? Like, as of now or total? Well, I mean, from here to May. I have I have to have fifteen hours, uh, which equates to about five classes. What, what are the five? What are five you got to pass before we get this bachelor's degree? Well, I've got all. I, aside from the internship, I've got basically all the courses in my degree plan finished. So nice. Right now, I'm taking. Right now, I'm taking political science, uh, journalism, ah. uh, lying and deception. So I know when people are lying. <laughs> all right. Somebody make a journalism joke. I'm ready. That's what my degree's in. But go ahead. Keep going. What else you got, Neil? What's Obviously, you're not using it though. So uh, <laughs> you can't you can't read and you can't talk. I mean, uh, can't remember anything. So the walk is getting shorter for you, Jr. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Neil, you are soon going to be a college graduate. I'm proud of you. Congratulations. I, I hate I hate that I'm going into I hate that I'm going into this job market, but I'll live. Oh yeah, that's a that's a tough time. Uh, and we have Dark Mark, who's been out of college at least 30 years. Uh, <laughs> what other segue I got, Mark? I'm sorry. That works for what's me. Going, that works for what's me. What's going on, Mark? How are you, buddy? I'm, I'm just happy to be here. There you go. You know me. I'm all, all smiles and all, and all positiveness. All the time. Nice. <laughs> wow. Boys, simmer down. So we're going to talk to the soon-to-be I college talked. graduate. He is leading the episode. Uh, Neil, well, take the episode. Through. Wait, what? You're leading it. <laughs> you are the first oh, topic. I was leaving. Don't no, you're not leaving. You're leaving. 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 Bye, Neil. <laughs> okay, oh, Neil, it's been great. So. Uh, take, take me through this god-awful Mountain Dew-looking costume. Uh, Wait, that's your favorite, though. Don't. Yeah, but I don't like it on my Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in the vein of all new, all different Marvel, debuting in ASM sixty-one, uh, Peter Parker slash Identity Unknown is getting a brand new costume designed by Dustin Weaver and being first drawn by Pat Gleason. Uh, 
that's it. It's a new costume. We know. Aside from that, we know we know nothing about it. I I, I have I, I have several theories I, about I what theory. about who it is. Let's hear I the theory. A, I have so, a theory with a prop. It's it's a uh, hold on. Uh, Sorry. Okay. It looks like the soda can. <laughs> it, it does. It looks like soda can Spider Man. So, Look so at that my, thing. So my theory. Okay. So that's the best part right there. So, Scroll down just a little bit. What? Can you see the top? The little you, you got the top of the picture cropped off. You had, or go back. Oh, there's Jonah. I didn't even realize <laughs> oh, he was there. Oh, and Stark is in the background. Yes, yes, because I know that's going to make Shy Town upset. So that just makes me so happy. <laughs> I, love, I, I love how we direct each other costume. based on what I Who's George when I need him? Where <laughs> is George so actually, when I need so, him? So tell Before me what your in- theory is. What? Why does he need this suit? My theory is <laughs> this is Boomerang larping as Spider-Man. Yeah. Ooh, it's Boomerang because because this arc, according to solicits, but then again, Spencer's solicitations have been notoriously liar liar pants on fire tier so far. So it says that uh, we're going to ahead with the Kingpin arc, and I believe a fuse that was lit thirty issues ago is being set off now. And oh. 30 issues ago, before uh, the marriage, or before the proposal that never happened, yeah. what was the last arc about? <sighs> Who knows? Right it was Boomerang It was boomerang and the Feminist Syndicate going <laughs> and, and against the Kingpin. Yeah. Oh, bite beat. <laughs> I scared him off. <laughs> oh, oh, I meant to take him out. I didn't mean to full screen him. <laughs> uh, Adam says it looks like the General Grievous suit. Uh, live wire Mountain Dew suit. Um, does anybody else agree with Neil's theory? Do you think that's boomerang in the suit? I, I don't think it's boomerang suit, but I love that idea. I, I'm 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 even yeah. liking the suit more now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I don't think I don't think that suit was designed to make us happy, which which sounds weird. I mean, it's an ugly design. It looks like something boomerang would do. It's even got his color scheme, like the dark blue and yeah. the grays. Well, so. And if Boomerang and uh, Overdrive are going to team up, can it, can Overdrive soup up anything? Can he can he soup up a a tech suit? Yeah, I mean he he souped up like a toy helicopter in Superior Foes. So he souped yeah. up a uh, paper plane, a paper airplane. Yeah. <laughs> Mark just retorted statement, but like now, boomerang. But like that, boomerang. I, I'm thinking like the the orange energy is because they've been going after the lifeline tablet since yeah. issue 28. I think that that's what's powering it. Like it's giving him if, through dumb Marvel magic, it's giving him the ability to replicate Spider-Man's abilities. But Neil, do you want to see the story? Do you want Kindred wrapped up? I don't really want to go to a B B story with I okay so Brad I'm gonna I'm gonna level with you here real quick. Okay. <laughs> we've been oh, we've been talking about we've been talking about kind we've been talking about kindred for the last six months plus. Yeah. As much as I enjoy the kindred stuff, yeah. I want to do something else for a bit and then go back to kindred. I'm well, fine. Would you like kindred to be wrapped up and move on to this yeah. story? No, I do. That's too bad. Yeah, we've had we've had two fun years with Kindred. We're going to have two more before all said and done. I'm trying to l- let me think of an analogy. Um, let's say the dessert got brought to the table, then your breakfast got brought to the table, and then your salad got brought to the table. You've got multiple dishes on your table that you're getting ready to eat. Do you eat all of them, or do you enjoy one at a time? 
depends on how hungry you are. It, de- it depends on the mood I'm in. <laughs> I'm hungry for Spider-Man, but I don't think my breakfast and my apple pie taste that great all together. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Um, so let me, let me put it to you this way, Brad. Right? I'm talking about the meals. I'm going to eat some of it, and then I'm going to get bored with that part of the of the meal. I'm going to go to the next part, and then I get bored with that, and I want to go to that one. And then, then eventually it all, it all, eventually it all comes together, together in the end. Oh, does it? It doesn't taste that good together with all these. Like, that sounds like a very light story. You guys are making that, me hungry. I know. <laughs> that's too bad. <laughs> but, like, a kindred is a very, that's a deep pasta dish. <laughs> Can I be honest though? We've been we've had kindred for like 15 issues. I just want to do something else that isn't like morbidly depressing. Adam, yes, that's me with the big brain metaphor. <laughs> Galaxy brain, like the his brain is really like, a desk chair. He's just what, sitting in his brain. Like what, and what is that? It. What is that uh, villain uh, that everybody hates? That Spider Man's fought in the 70s. Jr. That uh, he controlled Mind the horde. Mind worm. I'm like mind worm over here. I was thinking you're like the leader played by Jeffrey Combs. Oh, there you go. Uh, Matt says, what if the new suit is uh, for getting involved in the cyberspace in the upcoming arc? Is he going to space? When did I, when did we hear this? What? Oh, I think he's referencing the old Scarlet Spider, the, the cyber Scarlet Spider suit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, Arnesek wants me to equate every Spider-Man villain <laughs> with a type of food. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see, what would Boomerang be? He would be... Something you throw up. <laughs> You something Marf. with a point. Well, you uh, ate it. It came back, right? You. <laughs> what? Adam, I, I am like, not. I feel like he's Adam, a poor Loco with poor decisions. That's that's his dessert. Yeah. Poor Loco. Not, I don't know. I don't know where Adam came to the conclusion that I'm on Riddleden tonight. Uh, Citro says uh, the current story reminds me how Brad once said Spidey is just a guest in his own book. Agreed. Agreed. Norman took over, but Jr. don't mind. He doesn't yeah. care. Yeah, it's amazing, Norman. Anyway, right? We're just Peter's just there for the fun. Uh, I do say our hero, Norman. Our Osborne. hero. Grant says if you ha- if you don't have apple pie for breakfast, you're doing it wrong. Grant's in college, right, Mark? He is. He's he's I'm glad to see he's getting breakfast. his fruit in. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, he's, he, that's he's getting his fruit in. But let me get my burrito. I've got it sitting here. <laughs> what I've done to, to the whole panel? I, I I brought all this food to the buffet. None of it. <laughs> Uh, Adam says there we go. Um, Josh says morbidly depressing and how you make an engaging story though right who needs fun okay so I want to point out that I'm okay with it being like (laughs) swallow swallow then talk (laughs) well chew first then oh yeah yeah don't don't choke Neil's gonna die on the podcast. <laughs> Can we do Heimlich in these little boxes? Oh, mate, I, I want to die. Push. <laughs> no, Neil's not gonna die until we set up a Patreon account to, you know, so, so people can watch him do it. <laughs> I'm gonna live oh. stream my death. Oh yeah. my god! Here you know, we, we go. Tried to have, <laughs> but you took me just like you took my corpse on this on the floor over there. Wait, that's the floor? 
I don't know. It's my bed, but just <laughs> the general, the general. Oh my there. god! Oh wait a minute. So right. there's like two. There's two Neils now. A dead, like Harry, a dead Neil and a yeah. live Neil. What? Yeah. This, is, this is Neil Lyman. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone said Neil is super high. I'm like chat. Everybody f in the chat. What? what you always all talk about that. Uh, oh so, yeah. So, Bankman says I'm trying to make Neil laugh himself to death. <laughs> oh yeah. I remember in satellites, I literally broke. You did, yeah. Yes. So, so I, I to go back to Joshua's question Real about quick, what would be depressing being engaging. At Carly <laughs> <laughs> no, he, she calls up MJ. MJ, it's Carly. You won't believe this, but the reviewer of the title for over five years is somehow a corpse in my lab. <laughs> R.I.P. Neil. <laughs> but, but to go back to Joshua's point, um, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with morbidly depressing, especially with the tone of Kindred as a character. I just don't want it to go on for a for half a year. I'm, I want to see some yeah. Spencer's at his best when he's doing street level comedy stuff, and I want to yeah. go back to that. What's your thoughts, think- Neil, on the the ASM one hundred? It looks like we're getting there. It looks like we're wrapping Kindred up there. Um, I think it's likely either that or seventy five, just because you know milestones. Yeah, at, at Marvel twenty five issues is a small miracle for any title. So. Oh, great. Now the audience is dying. Adam's yeah. spitting up his scotch. What? Adam's celebrating what? the weekend the hard If you don't want to do morbidly depressing, Neil, don't get married because that'll last more than 100 issues. Wow. That'll last more than 100 issues? Is that last, that, that'll last you more than 100 issues, trust me. <laughs> Sometimes it's 30 years on and going. Uh, and how many issues is that per year? Hang on. Uh, are we doing bi-weekly or monthly? He's got some LRs in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> and probably tie-ins with other series. Probably no, a few. No, F- he's got well. You got so. any event books we got to tie into, JR? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, JR tries to... Oh, wait, wait, I can't do a joke. <laughs> Jesus. He had that joke. secret war with his wife once. No. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't do a joke about killing myself civil, or, or else civil Nick Lowe will have civil a war. Uh, civil war. Oh, yeah, he had a civil war with his wife. <laughs> And he lost. And he lost, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, we are so far off the rails. Um, are we any other thoughts on this costume that's atrocious? Does anybody I like, like it? Okay, can I can I play devil's advocate real quick? Yeah. I, oh Lord, what was that? That was you. Okay. I'm sorry. Um your microphone I, died with you. <laughs> I'll just when, once I'm done with this segment, I'll just go over there and die. <laughs> um but I, I hope to see how Pat Gleason draws it. I love his art, and I and I know I've been kind of like the one of the few voices that I know consistently enjoys his work. I know people have enjoyed it, but I've consistently enjoyed it. But I want to see how this looks with Gleason on interiors before I just pass eternal judgment I've not on it. Heard of Dustin Weaver? I don't know who he is. I'm not he sure. Did, he did one arc on Avengers, and then he just hmm. like dropped off the face of the earth. All right. Any other thoughts on this one before we move on? Bye, guys. No, don't go. We, it's we just, <laughs> I mean, I just want to put out that, like, on Twitter, I had uh, someone mention to me, like, they were talking about uh, May wearing her dad's webs at the end of Spider-Verse. And I was like, no, that's really not, like, a very empowering message. I really like her original suit better. And like, oh, yeah, I guess, I guess that makes sense. But you know what? At least she doesn't have to wear this suit. Yeah. This and then pu- pulled this image up, and I was like, "So this is going to be the gift that keeps on giving." On oh. it can't get worse than this. Can can we name an uglier suit? I I can't. Um, hmm. 
I've that's heard people I argue, like I've heard people argue that's the only that's the only that's the only way it re- redeems the suit is that if it's really not Peter under there mm-hmm. and it's somebody yeah. trying to be Spider-Man. What was, yeah. the, what was the Identity Crisis one? Um, there are a couple Prod- of those were Prodigy, 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 Prodigy was ugly. Ricochet. Dusk and, and Hornet. Hornet. I, okay, I like Dusk's outfit though. I did too. I like Dusk. The other three, I could, I could lose. I'm, yeah. I'm sticking to my boomerang LARP theory. Other yeah, than I, I like your theory. I hope it's true. Um, mm. real quick, uh, Gary in the Frozen has a question for Mark. What issue will one more day be addressed? Do you think? Oh, I can't wait to hear this one. Seventy-three. Seventy-three. Why seventy-three? It's very precise. <laughs> Why not? Okay. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> issue, issue 66. Now, now watch it. Mark will get it right. Issue 73, the whole damn thing's going to wrap up. I, that will be hysterical. <laughs> That's the end of Spencer's run, guys. Let's call it there. Oh, no. 73. Mary, Mary, I like spider armor from Web with Savic on Web 100, but yeah. I could see how that one. It, 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 com- it comes down to who draws it, though. I would agree. That one's been in so many video games. I mean, with the, it's even made the animated series in the 90s. Yeah, yep. I mean, that one's almost a classic that you can't touch. Uh, let's see. JR, you've got this next topic. Uh, my man, Alfred Molina, is confirmed to return in Spider-Man Homecoming 3. Take me through this. Well, is he confirmed or is it just, you know, I mean, first, well, first of all, this is actually probably going to bleed into uh, Peter Shytown's uh, segment because yeah. uh, I, I was about to say, I can't hardly start up, start talking about this before it just opens a whole can of worms. Um, I'm right behind you, JR. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, I, uh, so I, I mean, I, I, until I actually see a set of photo. I won't believe it because there's been so much misinformation, not only about this, but, but, uh, you know, the, the, the previous movie, we didn't get what some of the websites were saying we were going to get. Um, you know, but, but anyway, so Alfred Molina was spotted on the set. Supposedly mm-hmm. he was spotted on the set of the film. And therefore the theory is that uh, Doc Ock is going to return. I, I wouldn't mind it uh, yeah. to be honest. Although I looked up his age and he's 67 years old. And I thought, man, that's kind of old, isn't it? Uh, but then, then again, you realized you were 10 years older. No, just uh, well, yeah, <laughs> they can just CG him in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, and then I realized that I didn't have a whole lot of room to be talking. Um, I kind of wonder, you know, this, the thing is though, I wonder if Sam Raimi is having any influence over this story, uh, well, because that was the, first, the Dr. Strange movie. I mean, that was the first thing I thought about was because what they're, what, again, you never know what to believe, but like this whole thing is like maybe a three part thing, like starting with WandaVision, mm-hmm. uh, which I mean, I mean, come on, I mean, think about it. Why Wanda's in a sitcom? I mean, to me, the answer has been obvious all along what's going on there, but anyway, um, and then part two is like Spider-Man, you know, whatever home for, home for the holidays or whatever it is, and and then the third part is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which yeah. Raimi is directing. I'm thinking, well, you know, if uh, if if that's true and that's leading into it, maybe maybe this is all maybe Raimi's uh, having it, which I would see as a positive thing. Frankly. I would too. Uh, I, the I would, the I would bigger question like- I want to ask you is Willem Dafoe. What do you think? I mean, they got to. Oh, get he's that. too old. No, he's not. He would be. <laughs> he was just an Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. 
JR, would you lose it if Defoe is back with Melinda? You so know, cool. <laughs> that would be so cool. I was about to say, I, I, w- I would say that, uh, you know, it might almost make me, uh, you know, crap myself. But then again, I'm so old that I do that anyway. Um, but, you just uh, did it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Look, Ma, no hands. I was about to say, that's why I got these wow. depends back here. Uh, I, I, you know, I would love to see Willem Defoe in a more comic accurate costume. Oh, wouldn't you though? I, that would that would be that would be a shut up and take my money moment. Oh, you know? yeah. Jr. Didn't he already do that with the makeup test? What's and that? They said it was too scary. William Defoe yeah. came on a goblin mask, and it was just. They said it was too scary for kids. We're, we're twenty-one years no, later. They can they can oh, make some better than that. It was too scary for kids. Can, can, um, yeah. Now I, I saw the, I saw some of those screenshots. It was kind of. Um, you know, it just wasn't a really. I mean, I, I liked what they were trying to do because they were trying to make a mask that moved with your face, but it, it probably would have looked really bad. It wouldn't have looked, you know. I mean, I I I don't know. I would like to see him in a more comics accurate costume, but maybe they can do it better with the the technology advancing. You know, they sure. could CGI. They could. Well, yeah, they could deep fake or CGI uh, a mask. Probably. <laughs> Michael says Defoe sixty five, Molina sixty three. Is the sinister a ARP. <laughs> That's pretty good. So, can I ask a question, Jr.? Would you be distracted if they did like a horrendously obvious CGI, like deep fake, like what they did with like Grand Moff Tarkin and Rogue One, where you can tell it's a CGI deep fake? Well, you know, the the thing that that creeped me out more about Grand Moff Tarkin was that Peter Cushing is dead. That was mm-hmm. kind of what creeped me out. I mean, not so much the I mean, you know, if you want to talk about bad special effects and stuff, I mean, that doesn't creep me out. It just creeped me out that here basically is a dead actor that they, you know, I mean, well, it doesn't matter. Bother- yeah. But, well, well, she wasn't dead then, was she? Well, she, uh, she is now. Oh, I'm sorry. No, they. Uh, wow. Yeah, but they, they used footage of her in the Skywalker movie. They didn't. They didn't create yeah. a, a, a Carrie Fisher. I don't think. But uh, um, I. I don't know. I don't know. Sixteen-year-old we'll villains fighting a teenage Spider-Man. <laughs> well, I, I tell you, Willem Dafoe, those, and so yeah. from what I hear, he's in pretty good shape. Though. <laughs> he, he is. He, yeah. He probably could. He probably could take care of himself. But I, you know, I don't know. Getting back to the, you know, I. I, I like it's like anything else. So I just worry that this the way they're talking, this is just gonna be so overstuffed, it's not enjoyable, you know, and that we'll yeah. be distracted by the cameo moments. Hey, there's Alfred Molina, hey, there's William Defoe, hey, there's Tony McGuire, hey, there's Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Uh it's our story here. Uh so but I you know, it, it's it's you know where, that where you that'll get me back into the theater. I mean, I'd be curious. I mean no that, what were you wanting to say, Kelly? Well, I mean it's and it kind of goes into one of the stories that I have is just there's so many of these non-checked uh, rumors on these photos. And they keep saying set photos. But once you go and you try and find the set photo or find the source, it turns out to be a fake article or a fake Twitter uh, situation. And they're not real because there's one where, like, they claim um, – you know, you can totally see Andrew Garfield hanging out with Tom Holland outside a Buckhead hotel. It's not in Buckhead. It's Barcelona, Spain. Uh, Buckhead is a neighborhood in Atlanta, just so everyone understands that, because I realized I was like talking Atlanta speak. But um, <laughs> but it's also very clearly not uh, Andrew Garfield, like at all. And I don't understand how that even created a rumor, yet 
there's about 10 articles stating yeah. that that's real. And it's so strange to me. Like I would be excited for all of these things. I'm not saying that they're not happening. It's just, it's very weird how like every single time a uh, fake leak shows up on Twitter, it creates like 10 to 12 <clears throat> different articles. It's funny when you click on those, they all lead back to, we got it covered. We got this covered. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that's why with this article, JR, the Hollywood Reporter is a reputable publication. So that's why I put that there. Yeah. I don't uh, know anything of Hollywood is not reputable, but, uh, yeah, but it's more go. reputable than most. Yeah, you're right. You're I would right, agree. Right. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, Peter, I think, on this next one, segueing into Tobey Maguire possibly coming back and pictures of what's he doing here. Well, according to just Jared. Um, he's going to the wardrobe workroom store in Hollywood, and it can be assumed that he's going for a costume fitting, which, you know, might go for the next Spider-Man movie with all the rumors that are going on with Doc Ock coming back and Jamie Foxx and Electra coming back. And have we even confirmed that Garfield or Kirsten Dunst is, is coming back too? And yeah, maybe Nicholas Hammond is making an appearance as well. Oh, I, me and the the fans would love that. I know. I, mean, um, I I did some research checking out where uh, the wardrobe workroom store is. If Toby's really going in for a Spider-Man costume, wouldn't he go to a studio and uh, get that done? Um, yeah, what what would bring him here? Yeah, exactly. So uh, I think it's just. It may it may be like uh, clickbait. It's like, hey, Tobey Maguire is there in a mask coming out of his car. You know, coming out of his car, he's going for a Spider-Man fitting. He's like, yeah. Maybe I do well, want it, to point out. Oh, sorry. That mask sorry, was, is a little uh, bit like the new costume. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say it could be whether or not it's Spider-Man or not. It could be for a very early fitting of because it does mm. look like you know he's he's working out. He's losing some weight. Yeah, um, good. Last time we saw him, yeah, he looks great. And so it could just be that they're just making sure his measurements are correct before they start creating the costume. And it probably was easier to do that at the location because they might have not started to film in LA. Mm. But I don't know what it's for. Yeah. So I gotta say though, Toby McGuire was killing those sandals. Absolutely. Oh, let me, let me see those sandals you're talking about. Oh, look at those! Like, damn, like look at yeah. look at the Marty the Marty McFly jacket, the sweat <laughs> the sweat shorts, and you got the. Is he wearing socks? <laughs> no, no, no socks. Spider Man. Oh no, but there there they are, sports socks. Yep. yep sports oh, socks with sandals. Oh. This, that is that is soccer dad energy right there. Woof. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hornacek says we need Rosemary Harris and Sally Field to have a scene. How weird would that be? That would, would be really that weird. That would really can, be can, I be, can I be honest? I think that would be. It would just grind if because of how much stuff is allegedly in this movie. Like having that scene out of nowhere would just kind of grind the film's pacing yeah. to a halt, and they would just be like, "Oh, you're you're hotter than I am," because <laughs> that's the only joke they ever make with Ant Man in, in the MCU. Oh, Rosemary so. Harris is ninety three. Wow, wow. Uh, so, do what's your theories on this? Do you think he's getting fitted for a suit, or I is this wishful I'm, thinking? I have. I mean. I, I think we talked about this before, but I've come yeah. to the point where I'm not going to really confirm anything until I see the movie because yeah. now the trailers are even defective or, or deceptive when you watch them. I mean, not all the scenes yeah. in the trailer, and sometimes they change it around a little bit too. So yeah. uh, I would like Tobin McGuire to be on there. I saw some fan art 
with Garfield, mm-hmm. with him and Holland on there, you know, like each of them, you know, died and passed out and there's mm-hmm. their significant other with them. It's really cool, but I, I can't take anything in face granted until we actually see the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it seems like uh, even Zendaya is getting hit up with, hey, is Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in here? Talk about this, Kelly. Poor, poor Zendaya. Um, she, yeah, she kind of got hit by Jimmy Kimmel asking her about uh, yeah. if she spent Thanksgiving with Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire because she was here in Atlanta during Thanksgiving while they were filming yeah. uh, bits and pieces for Spider-Man. Um, I think they are still here, but I don't know who all is still here. But uh, Jimmy Kimmel would not let it go, was asking yeah. about, um, you know, who she shared it with. She did slip up because she, she did slightly. Uh, I think the thing is, she thought he was just saying, did you have Thanksgiving with Spider-Man? And she was mm-hmm. going to say, like, she was probably going to say yes with Tom. Um, but then he said men and she went, yeah, n- no, you can't get me. Oh, that was um, good. And that was kind of nice. why uh, I think that that's kind of why that sparked everything. I did do some extra digging okay. with the story just to make sure, you know, I've asked some friends that, you know, work around the set. I can't say that they work on the set, but they've definitely been around it. They're definitely, a, you know, a part of that family in Pinewood and everywhere else. And no one has said anything about Toby or Andrew being in Atlanta during that time or even during the last month. I have not seen any photo photos yeah. of anything. Um, I definitely checked Twitter, could not find anything. That's where I found all the fake ones. I love that. Like we just talked about Toby going in for a fitting and someone actually said it was uh, someone on Twitter actually used those photos from North Hollywood and said it was a, a friend of mine shop that helps Pinewood at times, and I was like, "That's uh-huh. not their parking lot." No, like what? <laughs> like, but it was so wild that they, they even yeah. knew. Like, okay, sometimes this this costume shop is in is in the credits, so it must be this, and we're gonna create uh. this like fake credible rumor. But he was never in Atlanta, and from what I gather, neither is Andrew Garfield. So if they are mm. a part of the movie, they're not filming here. So, and this is where a large part of the filming is being taken place. So either it was up in New York earlier or it's going to be in the LA sound stages later. If that is to be believed. Right. Let me ask a question. And this is not entirely related to Spider-Man. What, what makes Atlanta such a, an attractive uh, uh, movie studio these days? I mean, there's all kinds of production going there. Okay. Tax Um. credits. (laughs) I mean, a lot of tax credits uh, to the productions. You see that Georgia peach at the end of so many productions on the, when the credits roll, they must give a heck of a discount to shoot in. I'm from North Carolina and North Carolina was going to be that. And it was going that direction. And then they cut the tax credits for the movie companies and they went, well, bye and went down to Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. uh, If y'all remember in the nineties, Orlando, was supposed to be the big place uh, and that's where they mm. had all like the Nickelodeon shows and the Disney channel shows and then Florida cut their tax breaks. Uh, I, th- I think many, I think, uh, is it Mississippi is the state that's trying to get competitive with Georgia right now for filming or is it a different state? I don't know. I don't care. Who knows? Um, uh, keeping yeah. with the movie theme, let's talk a bit about uh, Mark. You've got this one. John Watts, the Spider-Man director, is going to do the Fantastic Four movie. 
Yes, and for this segment, I made sure I wore my oh, hold on. spider monkey, night monkey. Why? There you go. Why? <laughs> because because we know it gets Chai Town upset. Uh, yes. Um, so on Disney Day, uh, Kevin Feige announced that uh, the director of the highest grossing Sony Sony movie ever. John Watts, uh, that movie being <laughs> Spider-Man Far From Home, um, is now going to be the director of the new Fantastic Four movie. And uh, we need a good Fantastic Four movie. In the 1990s, they had a movie so bad they couldn't even uh, – uh, they wouldn't even release it straight to DVD or the VHS. <laughs> They never planned um, to release that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and in the 2000s, we had, we had pretty good movies for the 2000s. And then uh, they had that reboot. Um, uh, I forgot when that was, but that was awful. 2015, um, Fant Four Stick. 2015. Yeah. We, so we, now we Disney owns Fox, so and they're going to put them in the MCU. Yeah. And uh, it's going to come out Phase 4, but uh, we're not sure on the release date of it yet. Um, I'm pretty sure it's in the tail end. 2023. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. So we have Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals, and Spider Man Three coming out this year, and then next year we have Doctor Strange, Thor, Black Panther, and Captain Marvel coming out. Um, mm-hmm. And then in twenty twenty three, the only movie announced is Guardians of the Galaxy, but we still have Ant Man, Blade, and Fantastic Four with no dates on them. So chances are pretty yeah. good they'll be in twenty twenty three. Yeah. Um, now. We did have uh, some other people vying for that spot. Uh, Tommy uh, Weisow and Josh Whedon all, uh, and Peyton Reed were all considered, <laughs> but uh, they did not. They didn't get for the directors. Is that, the director spot. One of those guys does the room, and I've only heard of that movie because all. Oh, hi, Mark. Mark. My my room. My roommate and I watched every. Hi, Mark. My my oh, roommate hi, Mark. and I watched every Halloween. Or not Halloween. My birthday is the day before Halloween, so we watched my birthday. So, Mark, based on the two Spider-Man movies that he's directed, <laughs> is this a good choice? I think so. Why? Um, it, oh, why? Gosh. Because it'll it, it'll give uh, give him a chance to bring in Tom Holland for another movie. Uh, Tom Holland has another crossover in his contract. There's no Avengers movie um, in the next several years. This is the obvious place to bring him in. Breaks into the Fantastic Four building. Maybe we even get a, a Mr. Richards scene, you know, for uh, Chi Town oh, there. And uh, uh, but I, I liked his movie. I like his uh, Spider-Man movies. I know I'm the only one on this panel that likes his Spider-Man movies, but I, Wait, I, like I don't them. hate them. And uh, he is a competent committee man. He's like Peyton Reed. Well, well too. The thing is, is that John Watts yeah. isn't like writing the script by himself either. So there's a lot yeah. of stuff going into it. It's he's the director. He's the one handling the direction of the script. So I, I don't mind his direction. It's just there's a lot of problems inside the mythos that they're creating for the MCU that we don't agree yeah. with. Yeah, but the movies what? are fun movies, and the special effects are well done, and the the shootings well Very done. Um, I mean, true. look look at how they did the Vulture and the Mysterio. I mean, if he can what, take, what, what do you think the best way to introduce the Fantastic Four, which is the in, inverted way of the Marvel Universe? Do they pluck them from the multiverse? 
Yeah, were they heroes uh, in the sixties? What, what, what's so the best way to introduce them? I, I had an idea. Yeah. Sorry, Mark. Um, okay, I, I had thought that it was going to be in like, they could show up in black Panther two before, um, Chadwick Boseman died. I figured that they would wind up showing up somewhere in that movie. Maybe even as an end credit, it'd be a nod to the fact that black Panther Mm-hmm. started in Fantastic Four. I think maybe what we'll do is the ends in the end credit scene for Guardians of the Galaxy, um, maybe they'll see them out in space and maybe you know, rescue them from their cosmic ray fiasco or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then that way you could get right into the movie without having to waste uh, you know, 30, 45 minutes on an origin scene. Mm-hmm. Honestly, what you, what, what you ahead, could Bill. do is like... There's, I've heard theories that like they're going to try and tie the quantum realm slash microverse into it. Like they, they try and do some weird experiment and that sends them to the negative zone somehow and time's weird there. So they come back and it's modern day, I guess. Do you want the fantastic four to be like captain America out of time? No, I don't. I don't. I, no. I don't. I, I don't care either, which I, I guess I'm one of those people who's just like, I don't care, <laughs> but there, there's a ton of other viable theories that, are yeah. able to be applied. Adam's Matt, talking about how <laughs> Dr. Doom and Black Panther 2. I, I agree. Dr. Doom would be a great way to uh, be introduced in Black Panther 2. I think uh, Namor also, which I mm-hmm. uh, that's the rumor I've heard, was Atlantis is going to flood Wakanda, which I think would be a great, great uh, story. I mean, they can still do that story if they want. Oh, yeah. I mean, Namor, Namor's a psycho, right so Namor... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just did, wasn't there like a, a problem with the rights to Namor or something like that that they were or have they resolved all those? I think they resolved those. I think they defaulted they, back. They, they defaulted back to Marvel. I think. Yeah, they 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 bought Fox. That's how they fixed it. Yeah, <laughs> they threw money at the problem. <laughs> Michael like says, it. "Have Spidey meet Johnny in NYC and then pan to the Baxter Building." That'd be, you know, that would be kind of cool at the end of Spider-Man: Homecoming three to have the Fantastic, I mean, Human Torch fly up. And it's uh, what's his name from a High School Musical? Um, Zac Efron, the, the abs guy. That, yes, yeah. little, I think that he's a little old. I've I've been yeah. saying like Lucas Till, who now plays MacGyver, would oh, be I a good know. Johnny Storm because he's a bit younger. Oh yeah, what is he like? His twenties, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but right now all we've got on the news story is just you know, all, there's a all that happened is Kevin Feige said. Yeah. They're going to do Fantastic Four, and John Watts, you know, is going to direct it. Yeah, that's it. all there so, is to it. Because uh, right yeah, now, it, Watts is currently doing number three for Spider-Man, so there's yeah. no, uh, there's no, there's no movement right now. I agree with Matt. Hopefully, the Fantastic Four movie won't end up like Wonder Woman '84. I, I do. I do think I um, they can't go much lower. They can't go any lower than a uh, Fant Four stick. Yeah, oh, no. Lucas Hill was Havoc in First Class. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, oh, and, well, Matthew Vaughn wanted to do uh, Fantastic Four, and he wanted to do it like First Class and go back in the '60s and put the Fantastic Ooh, Four there. Be, yeah. Um. Oh, what was I going to say? Um. Oh. Uh, what? What's the 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 ideal casting for uh, Reed and Sue? They were married already. They John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Yeah, so, I, mean, I think that's perfect. I mean, why wouldn't they do that? I don't like John uh, Trzynski as uh, Reed because I feel like you need a more punchable face. I've been saying Patrick <laughs> Dempsey. Well, I mean, okay, but well, Kelly, but but John Krasinski's in Jack Ryan. That's the most punchable series you could ever put wait, wait, someone wait, wait. in. Yeah. 
what is a punchable face? What, what? Like someone who's uh, either like someone Mark. who's either <laughs> someone who like Mark. Oh, that's me. <laughs> oh, Lori. I'm just saying, like, come, we we all love to hate Reed Richards because it's fun. So he needs to be. He needs to look like someone you you would want to punch in the face, and I just can't punch Jim from the office in the face. Uh, can't do it. Mike Make it rain, Wilson. Have uh, Johnny Storm be played by Justin Bieber. Get out! A, Stop. Is that a punch no. in your face, bro? You could be Reed. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Jim from The Office isn't a punchable face. Have you seen his confessions in that series? Yeah, I was yeah. about to say he's kind of a smart aleck, and it seems yeah. like uh, you would. I want to punch him a time or two. I, I could be Reed. I have a punchable face. I'm a very punchable person. Sure, sure, Neil. Yeah, take a shot, everyone. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jonathan, I agree. We have had three origin stories. We do not need another one. We need them already established. Yes, very true. Very true. Bring back Chris Evans and Sunny Storm. I, <laughs> yeah. By the way, that wasn't on the agenda. The rumor is, and he's uh, Chris Evans in his Twitter said, "It's news to me that I'm coming back." But when I read he's that he possibly signed up for another film, I instantly thought Secret Wars. That would be because the Russo brothers have gone on record saying they they would love to direct Secret Wars. I, I think uh, like, if, if he shows up, it's it's all for cameo. Like I'm pretty sure more yeah. than likely this. I do believe he's lying, but I don't. I think if anything, this is kind of being leaked because maybe he's in bits and pieces of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Maybe he's mm. coming. Maybe he's going to have a bit part in uh, Doctor Strange with the yeah. multiverse, but I don't think he's coming back as a full movie. If that yeah, makes I think sense, just, I think that when, the, when the second season of Falcon Winter Soldier opens, it'll just have Chris Evans's dead corpse in a funeral casket. No. <laughs> That'll be his cameo. Kelly has started a whole who is pu- has a punchable face discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, Sheldon Jim, from the Big Bang Jim Theory. Martin. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Sheldon from the Big Band area. Man, everyone looking for a paycheck. Uh, Got to hustle. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Sarah. Actually, Michael Sarah wouldn't be a bad. I don't know why I thought of Michael Sarah. Jesse Eisenberg would actually be a bad. Man. All right. Moving on. Kelly, you got a good one here. Uh, Dan Schwatt was in a documentary. Here we go. Wow. What a segue. (laughs) So I could have done a different one, but I'm not. That'd be rude. Um, 616 documentary on Disney Plus. The story, basically, he's writing a script and he's got to hit a deadline. I mean, yes. what, 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 tell me what you thought of this documentary, what's about, etc. All right. So I, I wrote a little thing to preface my rant, uh, which okay. is basically kind of going over this, which is just uh, so. We know the Marvel 616, uh, you know, is the documentary on Disney Plus celebrating Marvel in many forms, from toys to cosplay and even the Marvel method. Episode 7 features our favorite commenter on the crawl space, Daniel Slott, <laughs> where he talks about how, uh, how to basically not handle the Marvel method. Step 1, spend hours on Twitter searching for your name and blocking people who do not agree with, with, your, uh, with your writing. Step yeah. 2... Make Crystal Gage script everything for you and yet still somehow be behind on plot deadlines. Step three, give your letters PTSD. And step four, profit. Uh, so they, they, you know, 
they were supposed to follow the first issue of Iron Man 2020, but no one could stop talking about how lax it the lackadaisical approach that Dan Slott ha- seemed to have. He just yeah. didn't seem to care. Um, it, it was very much like, it, it just, it didn't feel like he really valued his job at all. And this is something that a lot of people dream about having and would mm-hmm. love to give. And it didn't make any sense because the thing is, is back in the sixties when Stan Lee adopted the Marvel method, it was because he was on 10 yeah. plus books at a time. Yep. So he couldn't just do full scripts so they worked as a team and plotted them together the thing is is from what i understand especially during filming dan slot was only on two so what was he doing with his time and i don't like to me it just felt very disrespectful to marvel as a whole i know that they tried to play it off and say it was all a joke and that we just didn't understand it and he's really a fantastic co-worker but something just feels off that you spent this much effort to make someone look incompetent. Yeah. Um, I went to his Twitter to see what he was talking about. Oh, wait, I'm blocked. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm who, who isn't shocked if I'm not blocked at the end of this. <laughs> Let, me, so, Let me go check. I, I, as someone who does video, I, I kind of understand what they were going for. They needed suspense. They needed drama. And, and Slot being a bit slow with the script created drama and tension that moved the story forward. So it was, um, I, I would suspect, and, and to be on Dan Slot's defense, which sounds odd, um, I, I could see that that's what the writers and the producers were trying to do with this documentary. However, if I was him, I wouldn't have agreed to this because it made him look very, very bad and very lazy. It did. And that's that's my thing that like I'm yeah. at a loss for is that if you value your job and you value yeah. your position and especially someone who has an ego like him, I don't think that that's a bad thing to say in this yeah. stance because I'm pretty sure that there's a good solid track record on that. It's why would you agree? Like why in your right mind would you agree to this to be the quote unquote patsy and look foolish if that's yeah. what was supposed to happen? But also it wasn't done in a obvious tone. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think what we got here was a, an actual representation of slot. I don't think he sees it as them attacking him. I think mm-hmm. this is who he is. And yeah. I, I think he comes across to me, much as uh, you see these, these kind of kids at school that have no friends, but they try to act, you know, really cool and tough, you know, hopefully they'll get, some, it's a, it's a persona they put out. Mm-hmm. And I think that was his life probably. And now he's hit it big and he doesn't know any other way to act other than this. So he comes off as, you know, everything's a big joke and everybody loves me and ha 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 ha. And I don't, I don't think he sees this as being negative towards him. I think he well, sees this one big joke. Well, the thing is, too, is, you know, he started his career by lying to get his internship. Yes. Right. Yeah. An and, and he, I'm sure dozens of people would have killed for. Yeah. And he and he played that off on Twitter like that was a joke or that that wasn't real, but that was mm-hmm. real. And that's the thing is that, like, OK, you lied. You still managed to stay there and stay there for years. And you're still treating it like this. Like, because yeah. it, it just. You, it, it was very tone deaf, I think. You're very sympathetic to Christos Gage, who comes in and is the hero of the story of the documentary. You're very sympathetic to the letterer, who <laughs> has hours, if not minutes, to letter this late script. 
Joe Caramagna, right? And then in the documentary, he goes to a comic signing and is the big hero. And none of the other people that busted their ass to get this out on time go to the signing. Or why wouldn't Christos Cage go to the signing? It makes him look very bad in this thing. At least, you know, from how we're interpreting it, I I don't really see how you can't interpret it in any other way. I I, I think from, I think to to play off of Brad's discussion of like, you know, what, what makes it, what makes it like, you know, good TV. I think from a production standpoint, slots, probably the best, not necessarily the best, but like the, the most convenient person at the Marvel offices to, to watch the creative process for, because he is so slow with his scripts. Not only does it make good television, but you have the time to sit and watch slot like in his office, just do his thing. And then you also get the benefit of, cause you know, like you can't go to uh, Jerry Dugan, the guy writing like five or six books in Marvel right then, <laughs> because he's like pounding away at his keyboard, trying to do like five separate books. But you got like this one guy over here. Who's like just sitting at his computer, like click clacking away. And then you have the addition, the, the added dramatic potential of Christos Gage and Joe Caramagna coming in and saving his ass at the last minute. Well, you, it was you generally got a, like the perfect storm of conditions to make some good ass television. Huh? It was very funny. Within the first five minutes of the documentary, it starts with text on like a keyboard screen. And then you see slot at the desk and then he's backspacing, rewriting stuff. And then it says, Oh, tweet. And I could, I mean, that's almost too perfect. <laughs> it, it was it was very realistic, but I also yes. I also want to just state too. Uh, obviously, you know we don't I I don't work in a very creative uh, place. You know, a lot of my writing is very technical. But if I was, even though I work from home, if I at any point in time got caught being way too focused on Twitter and social media, then my actual job I would be fired. Yeah. yeah, and the fact that they play it off as a joke to yes. me was just very different. Was it was disrespectful to the people that do put in the hard work and do bust their butt to give you quality content, you know, throughout the year versus whatever we get from slot. Right, Jr. Did you see the documentary? Yes, I did. Yes, think? I did. I thought it was very strange because I wasn't it was. sure. It, it was it was almost like. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I wasn't sure. It was almost like they thought they were making something smarmy, self-indulgent and not realizing, you know, look how funny we are. Look how clever we are. We're going to make fun of ourselves and then not having a clue how it was going to play out. Yeah. Um, I just wasn't I, I wasn't sure what the purpose was. I mean, I, I, you know, other than that, they just don't get it. You know, that they, they thought that they would play this angle up and be funny. I mean, because you know how these things are filmed. I mean, you know, I mean, all the scenes are filmed like the, you know, all those scenes with like slot and Brevoort's office, they were all filmed at the same time. So it's not like, you know, it's not like he came in, made his pitch or whatever, and then went away. And then they came back and filmed it later. You know, Dan, you're late. You know, I mean, no, they filmed it all at the same time. You know, I mean, that's how these things go. I I just, Mm -hmm. Uh, so they obviously thought they were being funny and telling a joke. Uh, I'm just not sure what joke they thought they were telling. And I'm not, I'm not sure. They obviously didn't 
think they would get that kind of backlash. But uh, what, what do you think slot after he saw the edited version and the backlash of the he's lazy, he's he can't hit a deadline. Do you think he regrets doing the documentary? I would no. if I saw no, that. No, I no, think I know. I think, okay. I think no. it was like, oh, I'm a star. Look at me. I'm on TV. Yeah. And, you know, okay. I mean, everybody, you know, it's like I think he no, I don't think he regrets oh, he, it he at all. It. OK, yeah, I, I'm sure I, he did. He, if I from what I saw. Not that I go on there. We actually had some uh, people in the Discord that yeah. um, it was really funny because basically all they did was just have a subtweet. Like they had been following him for years, and it actually broke. It it kind of broke their heart a little bit. Uh, I'm I'm probably making it far more uh, emotional than it should be, but like it, you know, it kind of hurt because they were like, I actually really liked him. I actually looked up to him, and to know that this is how he treats his job, it doesn't make me feel good. Yeah. And it was a subtweet is all he gave. And then I'm not even kidding. Within 10 minutes of that subtweet, he got blocked. And we were all talking about mm. it in the Discord because we we're like, yep, welcome to the club. And it wasn't <laughs> like he wasn't tagged. It didn't even have a full name. But it was so very clear that Dan Slott was spending his time searching Twitter to look for tweets about him. Yeah, that's that that was par for the course when he first started the book. Yeah, Neil. So real quick. Since since we brought up my college education earlier, yeah. I can I can I can use my power of communication and social media marketing to to, to kind of explain I think Slot's process here. Okay, hit it. So so in in marketing in general, there's the return on investment. Um, you're all smart people. You know what return on investment is. Mm -hmm. But with social media, you can't quantify return on investment. And so when people say uh, all attention is good attention, that's where I believe that phrase comes from. So yeah. when slot got so when slot got approached to do this documentary, he thought, I don't care what happens as long as I get attention. And so he goes on, he, he the documentary airs and everyone's going to him. Slots profile immediately blows up. Yeah. And so it's yeah. just attention it's just pure attention. And yeah. so what slot can do later on is he can take the people that he, that who, who like him now and add them to his circle because the people who already like him then before are still going to like him now because they were aware of him and the people who don't like him, well, they were going to dislike him anyways. So he can just block the people, the new people who are coming to criticize him and keep the ones who are new. And, you know, this is not the only uh, appearance of Mr. Slot on Disney+. Plus. He was on that uh, game show or whatever they've got, oh, which is like, uh, to tell the truth, which is like uh, one person has a job that's a writer for Amazing Spider-Man. One, is, I forget what the other one was. And he was not picked as the, I don't think he was picked as the writer. Was he on that? Did you guys see that game show? No. So no, yeah, the, the little, a little kid has to pick which one writes Spider-Man, which one doesn't. And the little kid was like, it's not that dude. Dan Slott. <laughs> I, that that was, was I think that that was, that was the episode that he admitted that he lied on his internship application. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Binkman. Thank you for the super chat. Yeah. We've got, if what is that bad at being a writer? Why does he still have a job? Weapons grade blackmail. So, so to answer this, yeah. Um. For, first off, he's friends with he's fr he's in the boys club. Like yes. he, he's been in yeah. he's been not in, not just Casadas, but it's like a little interconnected Tholian web of <laughs> friendships. Jr. Listen to that. You, the boys hey. coming around the Star Trek. Oh, really? I've been here. Where do you think I've been? <laughs> but um, I love the Tholian web. But, web. Hey, look at the web. Also, he tied Star Trek and the Spider Man. The Tholian web. 
Mind blown. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but the the boys' club is already pre-existing, even though Axel Alonso is gone, and thus the real genuine power it has is gone. Slot still has friends who will give him gigs. I'm pretty sure Sabolski is still on good terms with him. So he's like, hey, you keep writing Fantastic Four and it sells stable sales. Have at it, my guy. And like care. and like Hornacek put in the chat, some people just fail upwards. We, I mean, true. Th- some people have been doing that for the past 15 years at Marvel. We haven't heard from Peter. What do you think of this documentary or the, the whole discussion? I mean, uh, it's 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 shining in him like a bad light. Yeah. That's how I see yeah. it. That's how mostly everyone else sees it. I'm sure he doesn't see it that way. He sees it like, oh, I'm on, I'm on Disney Plus. Look, can, yeah. can you get on Disney Plus? No. Some of the Spider-Man cartoons that I help produce, like the latest one, I'm on there. So this is all like yeah. really, yeah. really good for him. It's more like a Disney minus. I don't think it did him any favors. I, I really don't. I, I don't think he came off good. Mark, do you think he came off good? I don't think he came off good at all. I think no. he thinks he did, but yeah, agreed. It was just disrespectful to me. I think it's disrespectful mm-hmm. to the fans. It's disrespectful to Stan Lee, and it's disrespectful yeah. to Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I think it's as, and as someone who is especially uh, a, a big advocate for workers' rights, this mm. is essentially Slot abusing not just his artist but also his letter. Like, I think Joe Caramagna said, like, "Oh, I, my wife gave birth, and I was lettering a Slot comic." So, like, yeah. you're essentially Man. enabling the system that is hurt, that is hurting the family unit. So, yeah. what do you got to say to that, Slot? What it, about it, Red Horde, too? I mean, he, yeah. he's like, oh, did- Slot misses deadlines. Slot does this. And, you know, he's making, like, oh, he's such a pain to, yeah. you know, to work with. He's watching a Full House episode. Why are you doing that? Thank you, 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 Josh, for another super chat. He says, uh, does this documentary confirm all of your negative feelings towards Slot's writing and behavior? Mine was already confirmed with how he wrote Mayday and Spider-Verse and then decided to try and defend it to the fans. Yeah. Like, we didn't know better. Yeah, Yeah. this just just feels like double dipping into the Slot bad pot. Like I said a little earlier, there, there has to be a little drama, a little made-up drama in the documentary, but there also is some grain of truth. And I think I uh, we know he's easily distracted by social media, or at least he was. I don't I don't think he is as bad as he was when he was on Amazing Spider-Man. But again, I don't follow him as much. I was thankful that we don't have to. But this documentary mentioned Spider-Man several times. He's very proud of his 10-year run on Spider-Man. So it tied into Spider-Man that way. But yeah, well, he should be. I mean, I would be if, even if I was writing crappy stories. If I was ten years, they let me stay on for ten years. Somebody's liking what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I, that's something to brag about. But I don't. As a long time, you can make you can make omnibuses out of that. That's easy yeah. royalty money. I wonder how much he got paid for this documentary. By the way, I wonder if it, probably not much. Maybe Lunch. a couple thousand. Couple thousand, maybe He's getting Disney money. <laughs> well, I don't know. Is Disney money good money on a documentary? Uh, yeah. Disney yeah, money sure period is. is good. I think he made a couple grand. I, I really think that's about the most. What do you guys think? I bet he I, would do it for free. Oh, no you don't think he made any money? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was saying that they took him out to lunch and that was all he asked for payment. I mean, so documentaries tend to not um make a whole lot and yeah. Disney like I'll put it this way, Disney was searching on YouTube um for like uh stuff from the nineties. Uh, and they literally were basically just saying, well, we'll, um, we'll put your name in the credits 
that's all we can offer you for you know your your that's home different. video clip. Uh, wow. Can we please use it? Yeah. So that's um, that's how they treat documentaries. So I I don't know if he got paid um, like super yeah. Disney money, but yeah. I, I'm sure he got paid a couple thousand. Yeah, I I think so too. Mary oh, wants to know. Anyone else besides Slot who still uses the Marvel method? Is that why they picked him? I think I in think the Nick, documentary they said he's one of the only ones. I think Nick Spencer said he uses it selectively. Like when when we're doing the lifetime achievement arc, he let Ryan Otley yeah. do the fight scenes, and then but that was like just selectively. So right. he probably uh, did that with the LR issues too. Yeah. Well, he handed out to Rosenberg. So yeah. Hornacek says, I wonder if Marvel removed even the worst scenes in the documentary and they think this was the best version of slot they should show. We'll never know. Uh, we'll never fun. know. The uncut version. Uh, slot was paid uh, in fast passes for the Spidey ride at Orlando. Well, there you go. I don't uh, want him our, on my ride. <laughs> you what? said, I don't want him on my ride. He can have the, <laughs> Disney, he can have the Disney ride. Okay. <laughs> All right, Neil, you got the next one. Funko's going nuts with the Miles Morales video game. Okay, Brad, can I be honest? Yes, sir. This isn't news. This is just <laughs> this is just Funko doing Funko. Funko does this every time something new comes out. What? They just release a buttload of new. They just a buttload of new Funko pops. This isn't news. We know this. Jr., did you have a kid in the '90s named Neil? <laughs> That's <laughs> your line. I Tell me, this say, stuff is not news. I was about to say, uh, Neil. I mean, you you uh, you just hit on what Spider News is not about. It's not news. <laughs> Neil, Neil just dropped a Star Trek reference. He just told me this isn't news. We need some DNA test. I think turns out you're, he's a hundred percent yours. I'm okay. So, so I'll be I'll be a bit nicer, Brad. Okay, so Marvel released a bunch of Funko Pops based on the Miles Morales game. There, there's your news. There's oh nine God. of them. Wait, way to go all out. <laughs> you're welcome. Oh my God! Hey, okay. at least your new segment has Spider-Man in it. So we've got the track. So we've got the track suit. Uh, yeah. This suit. Uh, <laughs> one with a one with a hat. One with Tim Pool's beanie. Uh, wow, Neil. The Prowler oh. suit and the Crimson Cowl. Do you? That's which nice. one do you hate? Which one do you like? Um, I like the. I'm gonna be honest. I know Symbio Bro hates me for this, but I'm actually I actually really like the tracksuit, and I Which like the one the one with the Daft Punk hat, the Daft Punk helmet, and the Crimson Cowl one. What's this one? I hate that one. Where, where's the one with the little cat in the uh, backpack? Oh, I, have I think it's I think is that one on the right? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I can't see the back end of them, but huh? Let's go back. I've got, maybe there's another view of them. Um. What's the purple one? That's I can the play Prowler the Miles version. That, that's the Prowler version. Oh, here's one. He's upside down. Ten unexpected nods to the Inhumans. Okay. Um. Anybody picking these up? No. Anybody They're, played the Miles Morales game? By the way, my no. my friend my friend let me borrow his PS4 so he so I could play it. Did you beat it? Grant, did you yeah. like it? I didn't beat it. I didn't have it as long as I needed to to beat it. But did you I like it? it? Was, I think it was. I think it did it without getting too deep into like game design. I think it improved on the on the weak parts of the first one, and seriously did a good job refining the combat system and the finisher system. 
Hornacek says, JR is like the emperor talking to me. He's you. enabling yeah. my worst. He's good, enabling my worst. Good. Parts. Let the hate flow through you. I love that. <laughs> Neil is channeling JR. Um, and Al Bundy Don't insult a the poor kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said Grant played it. He says the cat has yeah, a Grant name played it. Spider-Man. Really? The, the cat's yep. name Spider-Man because the guy. Oh, do we care about spoilers? Well, I, yeah, I didn't know that. Um, Grant beat it in two days. He says, yep. Uh, Kelly and Peter, you, I remember talking to you guys, you played PS4 Spidey. Have you played this one? No, I have not. I haven't bought it yet. Uh, I haven't been able to find a copy of the PS4. We've been looking for my nephew and I can't find it here in Atlanta. We couldn't find it in Jacksonville near where he lives. I don't know if it's just a shortage on the PS4 discs themselves in stores or what's going on. And uh, Grant, I mean, Grant played it. Mark, did you play it? I did not. I watched Grant play it. Okay. okay. Smart. I own a copy of it. but I'm still, I'm still trying to beat the Atari one. So I'm not ready. I own a copy of the, of the game. It's on PS5. I don't own a PS5 to play the damn thing. I can't find a PS5. Okay, so Brad, I'm going to be honest. You're not going to play that game for two years, but at the oh rate they're making God. PS5s. I tell you what, you know what? Chick fil A needs to be in charge of PS5 distribution <laughs> and COVID distribution. Just give, it to, just give it to KFC. They're making their own video game console. KFC? Yeah. Yeah, they're making their own KFC video game console. Making video games? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're making a video game. Here, here, okay, Brad, I'm going to pitch you this. Imagine <laughs> a, imagine a KFC <laughs> made video game console. I just envision like the joystick is like all greasy. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so here's the oh, mind melter. Is that you can play games at 4K 60 frames and you can cook your chicken in it. What? There's like a little there's a little tray like in a the box co- like the shape of a bucket? What? No, it's like a it's like a yeah, it kind of is like a cylinder and you and there's like a tray, you pull it out, it's like a chicken rack and you put your chicken in there and it can heat it up while you're playing your video and then when you're oh, hungry what? you can take it out your video games. Wow. Like this burrito, I could put this in the in the, it's like a heat lamp. There's a heat lamp inside of the. Dude, are, back in the days, those are called easy bake ovens. They're not called KFC, <laughs> I mean KFC gaming units. Uh, I, I wanted the PS5, but I got the KFC two. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> the KFC console. Yeah, as well. The KFC console, yeah. And it warms the chicken as well. Um, no, don't right. look this up, Brad. I, I want I want you to know that this is a thing right. that exists. Hold on, hold on. I, I've got my thing up. KFC, what gaming? KFC console, yeah. Gaming, gaming. No, <laughs> <laughs> not shit, man. Oh. What the hell? That's a bucket of chicken. What is that? What is this thing? Power your hunger? Oh no! <laughs> what? <laughs> Like what games are for this, Neil? I don't know. Destiny Two Beyond Light. I mean, is this for a piece? What? What in the hell, Neil? It can run VR. That's the best part of this. That's a legit hard drive company. What? <laughs> and Cooler Master. They, this hold on. I'm sorry. You can run VR games and eat chicken while you're <laughs> while you're doing the VR like exercising and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> totally. What's the text? The KFC console has arrived, forged from the fires of the KFC ovens and built by Cooler Master from the ground up. There has never been a tastier way to experience the latest titles in stunning 4K. Wait, 240 FPS? What? 
Is that fast chicken or that's 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 insane? Like what in the world? You can eat chicken in 3D. Adam, is this? Am I getting Rick rolled? Am I getting? Am I getting Colonel Sanders rolled? Like are are they are they going to come out with instead of like Beat Saber? It's like uh, drumstick. Drumstick saber. Yeah. <laughs> You can play it and eat it. You too. thought I you thought I was taking the piss out of you, didn't you, Brad? Jr. Are you getting a KFC uh, console? I mean, is uh, it yeah, I'm, gaming I'm, good? No, I'm uh, I'm waiting for McDonald's to come out with theirs. <laughs> what would that be called? The Happy Console. The, the, bur- the Happy Meal bur- Console. Burger yeah. King made one. Oh my god! The Whopper Console. Adam says Call of Duty Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Never gonna fry you up. Never gonna fry you down. Never gonna turn around. But yeah, Brad, this is Spider News, not Marvel makes more Funkos. That's real. This is real. How the hell? How did Funko lead to KFC console? Because you let you put Neil in charge. That's very true. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's get things under control with Mark. Spider-Man skin wraps. Take me through here. And what? now, evidently, we got our sponsors. We can get the superhero friends. Are you covered in burns after facing Electro, Multiman, or even Blaze? What's worse than that? Those pesky bandages. All the pulling, the tearing, the the applying, the reappiling, the checking, the dressing. The, there must be a better way. And now, folks, there is. Meet the Spin Care System by Nanomedic. It uses high-tech nanofibers to cover your skin. It's translucent, so no changing the dressing. It's breathable. It's showerable. But the one thing it's not is Spider-Man related, which is why we're coming in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, so only bad, thing, the only thing that makes this spider news worthy is the guardian had a headline spider-man style medical gun spins <laughs> out skin substitute for burns it made me click on it yes it <laughs> did. Google alert. and i assigned it. <laughs> it sadly it's not worn on the wrist i was got really yeah oh man this is gonna be great we worn on the wrist they're gonna like web up people and stuff uh it's just a big staple gun type thing I needed more information. I did contact the company and ask them if uh, how long this webbing lasts and (laughs) how strong it is and how sticky it is. Um, But uh, I got no response from them. So I am withdrawing all my support for Nanomedic. Uh, I know they're sponsors (laughs) of the crawl space, but I cannot support them if if their company PR cannot respond to me in a timely manner. Spin care, Brad, get it? Brad, they Brad, they fund the crawl space beach house. Got <laughs> <laughs> it this weekend. Yeah, yeah so, and I got that guy's on. That looks like uh, BD. There, he's on every video they have. <laughs> uh, he's the only guy I think who has actually ever used this this oh device God. here. Uh, Hornacek says that thing looks like the damn bedazzler. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jr., you've got old skin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm segwaying. I was about JR, to say that's got like- as mu- that's got about as much to do with Spider Man as that Spider Man exercise segment you sent me on a few years back or whatever. JR, so that was memorable as hell. Jr, if you were in a burn, <laughs> if you were in a, if you had burns on most of your body, would you get spider webbed on your fixed? Would you get spider webbed to get it fixed? 
<laughs> oh, he's got webbed hands now. Yay, he's a duck. <laughs> I want to know how JR got burned in the first place. Yeah, I was about to say that would be my, well, well, no, that's easy. My wife would have set me on fire. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Good Lord. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, if it, it's like, I was, you know, it's like, and I'm stealing this line from Stanley on the office or whatever, but, uh, you know, if you ever find that I murdered, I'll save the police some trouble. It was my wife. Uh, so, you know. Uh oh. She has, uh, she has, she has kicked me in the face before, but uh, we won't tell that story. Good job, JR. But, uh, Wait, hang on, JR. Was it a roundhouse kick? <laughs> I don't remember. I was too stunned. Uh, but anyway, uh, why don't we talk about Spider-Man fighting Santa Claus? Uh, Kelly can't hear audio. Uh, no, I, it's oh, back now. Are. I don't know what the, it was. Apparently, it decided that uh, my internet decided I couldn't hear anything of Mark's segment. So. Sorry. Uh, you didn't really miss anything, well, Kelly. Oh, well, he, he asked me a good point. JR makes a homemade pumpkin bomb and blows up in his hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like in, like in Spider Man 3. Oh, poor oh, little Goblin Jr. You're going to cry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hysterical. Um, I am trying to pull up the next topic, and this really weird website won't allow it. Uh, uh, is your ad blocker on? Please put oh, some Is it? I hope it. I like. I hope it's not because you know you have, like, you have safe search on. Um. Uh oh. I turned the ad blocker on, and it's just. Let me see if it, it's on YouTube. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> no, I had to go. I had to go looking for it on YouTube because I couldn't pull yeah. it up either from your link. Oh, right. um, yeah, I mean, I well, I pulled the story up, but I couldn't get the video to play because I wanted to like look at the video I was talking about, and I couldn't get it yeah. to play. So I had to go and find it. So, oh, there it is. There it is on YouTube. Got it. Okay, hold on. Which is uh, funny because if you Google Santa versus Spider Man, you get a lot. Several videos come up. <laughs> wow, I know, right? Load, load the page in incognito mode. No, I got it. I got it. Thanks, Hornacek. I could have just sprayed that damn spider goo, goo on it or whatever and then put it in the KFC console. Uh, all right. JR, take me through this, please. Spider-Man versus Santa. Well, you know, I don't know. I guess it's better than the Spider-Man and Elsa videos or whatever. That <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least you're not making me watch any of those. Oh, but wow. uh, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to loop it. Yeah, let's loop this thing. Okay, I, hold on. I don't know what in the world. I didn't know where this was. I thought this was India at first because the story was, I guess, in this video shared by Dr. Kabil <laughs> Khan, you know, Khan, uh, but, who goes by the name anyway. But apparently it's in Lagos, Nigeria. Okay. Uh, and I, I, and I, you know, I have no idea. There's not even. It's not even a fight. Yeah, I got. I got. I thought of was this guy looks like. I don't know why he reminded me of Red Fox. You know, but it was like it's like. Oh, you know, and Santa Claus is wearing like bear slippers or something like that. He's not even making any contact. You know, I mean, it's like we're gonna dive. Here comes the dive. Got yeah. him. Real Aww. quick, can I can I just say you said this is in Lagos, right? Well, that's what the, I, I don't know. That's what this one uh, uh, captured the video. I, I gotta, I gotta say, they're doing a really good job filming Civil War right now. Yeah, I actually <laughs> thought that I'm, it was. Could have sworn this was on oh. set, guys. I think this needs to be covered on the <laughs> yeah. Friday Night Fights. <laughs> Thank you, Beekman. Um, I wish that that would fix it. It, it honestly, it's been good all week, and every other thing yeah. I've had to record until 
until right like once we hit 10 o'clock my yeah. time here so i apologize hornacek wants to know is this a sequel to santa claus versus the martians yes uh venkman is making it rain thank you venkman that's yep, worst uh world star <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's like I, I, <laughs> look at him just smack around. it's almost like that's mephisto in that red suit I, I, <laughs> well look <laughs> spider-man uses his spidey sense right there look at that <laughs> After he pulls up his pants. <laughs> I mean, are they hugging? Are they kissing? <laughs> is it like here's what the are question. they doing? The man in the, guys, in the it's, it's, behind him. He just ignores the not even touching him, you know. And, the, and everybody's walking around like you know, this is the most normal thing in the world, you know. Like <laughs> I know everyone's just like, This is Tuesday. This happens every day. Well, it's like in New York, whenever we see like a you know, like a Spider-Man street performers in Times in Times Square, it's just like that. <laughs> Press circle and die. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is is this the game from the KFC console? Yeah, guys, it's so like Spider-Man game you get with you buy a bucket of chicken. Wow. <laughs> Man, guys, we're I, just walking around. Oh, that's nothing. You know, I saw Godzilla fighting King Kong earlier. I love the length of that Superman's uh, toboggan there. Look at that. Yeah. I love the projector and just walking by like it's a normal Tuesday. Yeah, the guy in the leopard suit is just like, man, not again, you guys. <laughs> well, like I said, you get desensitized to this kind of stuff when you see it happen every day. So, oh my gosh. All right. Let me remove Spider Man. Uh, the KFC exclusive. <laughs> that Spider Man game is KFC exclusive. <laughs> Oh man, Spider Man, <laughs> Spider Man v Santa, Dawn of Chicken. Where, I didn't expect to talk console. about Santa. Brad, you got to put up Grant's uh, comment on that one. Where is it? Yeah. First, Shy Town drives around dressed like Spidey and flashes people. Now he's fighting Santa. Shy Town needs to get it together. <laughs> Shy Town, do we need, are you well? Do we need to send you to the home? I need I need more context on flashing people. What, what, Grant, what, what you just made your No, out. we're not doing this again. Oh my god. Wait, did this happen like on a uh, Patreon sa spider satellites and I missed Whoa. it or something like no, that? No, my god. You know, uh, I mean, I mean if this was a news item, why didn't I get to do it? You know, Spider Man, you know, I mean Shy Town Flash Spider Man Flasher, you know, and then it turns out <laughs> You know, Spider-Man letter writer <laughs> Peter Shytown Norbert was seen, you know, was arrested the other day. You know, so. Spider-Man no. letter writer was caught fighting Santa in Nigeria. Honestly, yeah, the letter printer multiple times and amazing. Your friends just go right at you. This is the part of the show that I like. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what we're doing. Always say it's not Spider News, but this is my favorite part of the show. So. Uh, <laughs> As if we could top that video, Peter, you've we got can't. this one. I love where it's yeah, frozen. Oh, this God. Is, okay, what the this hell? Is very, this is our very own dark mark. How do I play it? Oh, there it is. He loves homecoming. So, Brad, if you could just play that. Look at that. I mean, he he wants <laughs> more exposure. He wants to be like me in a costume, but Mark, you just can't do it sometimes. <laughs> oh, that's Mark. <laughs> that's that's our that's our very dark Mark. Oh, Mark, you know, coming at you. Mark, you got some good moves there on the trip. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Walking knock, knock the to the devil. And oh God, I didn't mean when that when that no, it's part Jack came Black. Up. It's Jack oh, Black. My God. <laughs> <laughs> I should I shouldn't have said knock knock with the devil in when it focused on his ass and i'm sorry for that gross so, our <laughs> wonderful friend uh actor comedian 
Rockstar, Spider-Man Godsplayer now apparently, Jack Black has now appeared in a Spider-Man comic. But this isn't the first time he's done it. No, uh, yeah. kids. Uh, back in uh, MTV Movie Awards, back in 2002, he dressed up as Spider-Man along yeah. with uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar during the MTV. Wow. Yeah. So, That's crazy. This That's is, crazy. this is. I mean, Brad said, what news topics do you want? And <laughs> you I can ask give for you weird. the serious one or I can give you the weird one. I said, I can do either. Brad just said, okay, I'll just give you both. What's he so. dancing to? Cardi B and oh, Megan B. Hold on. I oh, wait, wait. Is that a gender reveal? Can I can I just say every time I see Jack Black's ass shaking in front of me, I bit of me dies. Oh, Venkman says, JR, you did do a Spider-Man Flash news story. You, re- you reenacted it with Tobey Maguire action figures. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Even Andre's like, please stop. Andre, yeah, I stopped it, Andre. <laughs> I was about to say, I, I can't make fun of uh, fat guys in Spider-Man costumes uh, because uh, I get this one right here. So <laughs> Aww. Uh, Let me see it. Let me see it. Oh, this was, uh, I don't know the light, but that was about... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was about 20-odd years ago. I remember so, that. I remember that. That me one day. Uh, what can I follow Jack Black's ass with? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, uh, I got... <laughs> Sorry, Kelly. <Kyle. laughs> <laughs> right. can't hear again. Oh, you Are can't you... hear me? Okay. It's a good thing she couldn't hear that. <laughs> well, I I didn't mean like. Well, that did sound bad. I meant like Kelly, you're up next. <laughs> it sounds like a you problem, Brad. Here, oh, l- hi. Let me, let me add her again. How about now, Kelly? Can you hear us? Pass the eye no. wash, please. Oh, there she. Oh, goes. she's gonna. Le- she said she's gonna leave and come back. Okay. Uh, let's see. So, so Brad, I do want to point out yep. the the reason Spider News is the best is because hey, you we just evolve into I'm absolute back. nonsense. I'm, hey, she's oh, back. I, know. I don't know. I swear, like it's Kelly. That is a blessing in disguise. You did not want to hear what. Do <laughs> my, not go back and listen to this podcast to hear what my, Brad said. My okay. segue is my segue was how do I follow? Don't say it. Black so, well, well, and I'm we like, just told you. We just said not to say it. And I said, I accidentally said, now, Kelly, here's your, and I, it sounded like you were following up his ass, which I didn't mean it. Um, Wow. We we literally told you not to say it. Thank God, Kelly, you didn't hear it. Brad's like, here's what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No, we are following it up with a Spider-Man dating app. It is very, it is actually very wholesome. We are ending on a wholesome note. Um, So on the very wholesome talk show, uh, Drew by Drew Barrymore, she was talking to comedian Nikki Glasser. And they were talking actually more about um, her being kind of comparing herself and going on dating apps and comparing herself to other girls and feeling like she's not worthy. Mm-hmm. And she said that she found a, a, someone who used to play Spider-Man on the dating app. And it got me thinking who, which Spider-Man single? Because yeah. Tobey Maguire isn't single. Uh, Andrew Garfield isn't single. 
There's Tom Holland, but I feel like that's that I don't feel like that was who talking about. Yeah. Daniel um, Green. Who? Maybe it's not Neil Patrick Harris. So Drake maybe Drake Bell. He used to play Spider-Man. So that could but be I, a voice actor, couldn't it? I, what about I, Josh I, Keaton? No, he's married. No, no, but no, I is he? Okay. <laughs> that does noise stop these guys going on dates. <laughs> <laughs> There's JR's Tinder profile. Let's pull that up. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, likes warm walks in the, the pumpkin patch. Uh, Kelly, did I lose you again? I think I think she's uh, dead. Yeah, I did. So who do you... Oh, Kelly, you back? I'm back. Okay. I don't know what... I swear. And it's like right as I started talking, too. I um, like I said, I I, I figure it, maybe it's Jake Johnson um, or... Oh. But, but I feel like I feel like if we're going to look around in L.A. to see who's kind of sleazy and be hanging around uh, Bumble apps. I, I, my money's on Drake Bell. Yeah. Hornacek says, isn't Drake Bell homeless and still living at Disney World? That was a topic we had. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. Wasn't he, was he in an episode of, what was the show Josh Peck was in? I don't know. Drake and Josh. No, yeah. not that one. Oh. It's this show with like John Josh Stamos and like J- and Josh Peck is his son, I think. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, it was like it was like, hey guys, look, it's Drake and Josh on on a different show. Wow. The name that came to mind instantly was Toby Maguire for me. I know he has a girlfriend, but Nikki no, didn't in the interview didn't say a time frame. So he has been he was divorced within what the last five years or something. So maybe after the divorce, he was like, let's try this new thing called. What, whatever that I don't think any actor would need to be on a dating app. I would this think is a they, celebrity dating app. Celebrities well, date each other. It's like incestuous. Y'all, y'all are forgetting the most, <laughs> no, the most famous like that. Uh, Spider-Man of all. You what, Mark? You're forgetting the most famous Spider-Man of all. Danny Seagreen. <laughs> From the electric company? Yes. <laughs> well, that would be a bad date because he'd never talk. I mean... <laughs> Or maybe it wouldn't be. I don't know. <laughs> My top balloon. What am I thinking? Yeah, that'd be bad. Actually, he'd be pointing down here. He'd oh, stop like, that! Stop no. that! Stop that! Someone would don't say that's hot. Your bucket of chicken. All right. <laughs> I, is this gonna? Am I just gonna be like the the guy who introduced Brad to KF console now? Oh, that's, dude, that's I'm, my yeah. role now. I tell you yeah. what. I'm I'm deep fried in it. Uh, Kelly, you think it's Drake? Oh, okay. Bye. <laughs> Brad did that again. I did not. Uh, Hornacek says Paul Souls. I think I don't think Paul Souls is uh, that big of a swinger. So Kelly, your your guess is uh, Drake Bell. Is that who you think? Yep, I Mine? think it was Drake Bell. Mine's Toby McGuire. Jr. Who's dating Nikki Glaser on a dating app that played Spider Man? <laughs> Never thought I'd pitch that. You just, it never occurred to me to even give that a remote thought. <laughs> but then again, that pretty well, you know, for most of these so called news items, that's. And we lost JR. Oh, wait, I did that. Okay, hold on. <laughs> hey, I'm on top again. Oh, hey, you're moving on up. I'm back on top, baby. <laughs> hey, you can right. delete me, but my influence lives on. Neil was bashing your spider news, so he'll carry on. <laughs> I can take his ass out, too. <laughs> uh, you, you Star Trek fans down there. All right. Here, I'll move. I'll move Kelly up. Maybe that. Are you, can you okay. still hear? I like being by Mark. I mean, I cannot no, hear anybody. Just to annoy him. Maybe. 
There we go. All the ASM reviewers down to the bottom now. That's what we that's what we deserve. Uh, all right. I've got one piece of spider news. Oh, wait, we never we never got to say uh Mark's pick. Or Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Mark Mark who's uh Spider-Man oh, on a dating app? What actor? Danny Seagram. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, I me. like Toby Maguire. I thought it was Toby Maguire. Okay. Uh, my my guess is Christopher Daniel Barnes. Oh yeah. I wonder if he's married. Well, again, hey, maybe that right. was where we saw the Toby Maguire picture earlier. Maybe he was on his way to the date. Maybe. Uh-huh. Oh, great. Here come the JR fans. ES. <laughs> JR is forever. <laughs> JR stands are worse JR than K pop. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> get the ego going. He's going to go get him a bucket of chicken. He's so happy. Uh, Brad <laughs> is teleporting people like Nightcrawler. Back here. Bamf. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, League of Ordinary Geeks. Good morning from the UK. What's going on? Good morning, uh, Vinkman. Here is more money for the Kelly. Good Internet. Lord, Vinkman. Vinkman. I swear, I'm. It's like <laughs> Kelly. Are you on Wi-Fi to, like, or act normal with? Right. Yeah. Now. Are you on Wi-Fi? Are you plugged directly into the router, or is it Wi-Fi, Kelly? Oh, oh <laughs> I didn't do asking. That. I did wow. not do that. The, the Kelly Internet Fund, please give generously. <laughs> uh, I will buy her. I will buy her. Are you, are you plugged in or are you Wi-Fi? I am. I'm on Wi-Fi. Okay. All right, I'm going to make you. Kelly, we'll, we'll make you yeah, like a once 60 Town got me that cord. I've had no problems. No doubt. Yeah. How, how far away is your router? Wait a minute. How did Chi Town get above me? <laughs> That's right. Here's a story. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely fan. <laughs> Kelly, um, how far away is your router? Could you string an Ethernet cord to it? Kelly, oh, I think Kelly's back. stalled again. Oh, here come more JR. <laughs> the, <cult of laughs> JR the JR Coalition reporting in. And we it's, get a crawlspace tote bag if we donate to the Kelly. Uh, <laughs> it's like a donation. It's, it's like donating to PBS. <laughs> you get a fridge magnet. <laughs> you get a bucket of chicken cable. mailed to your house. You don't want to eat it though. Um, your landline cable. They are his ass. Where goblin cable? Okay. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, we got two of you. It's the Clone wow. Saga. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. I've never seen this before. It's <laughs> Kelly Lyman. Wow. And All right. Kelly Lyman. Oh, here, let's look at. Yeah. Look at there oh, we go. Well, she died. <laughs> that was, and Ann B. Turn to flower. Kelly. Kelly. Hi. Uh, how un- how un- far un- is it from, from your, is this Kelly too? your laptop? Uh, uh, it's upstairs and it's in the kitchen and there's no way in hell that I can go up there to get this done. Like I, I know I need to be hardwired, but there's no way. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. Pete, oh, no. uh Mark, we're gonna get together and we're gonna get like five hundred feet worth of Ethernet cable and we're gonna snake yeah. it all the way down to Kelly's room. Are you gonna I guess you can you drill is it drill, upstairs? Drill you? Can you drill a hole by any chance? Yeah, can you drill a hole and get an Ethernet cable through the hole? She can't hear us. Oh, I've lost everything again. Like Kelly turned the flower. Oh. When there was a clone of me, it was working perfectly. <laughs> Kelly Riley. <laughs> yeah. You get you get a KFC bumper sticker if you donate to the internet. <laughs> Are we PBS oh, or NPR sponsor? I'm almost a baby. Oh, <laughs> poor Kelly. Mark, this is all your fault. 
Uh, oh, <laughs> the order of the JR. God. That's like in ASM where the order of the JR. Why do you say it like that, Brad? Mary, I love you, but don't feed his ego. Like, <laughs> come on. When you feed his ego, you remember in Gremlins when they all ate the chicken? What the fuck? <laughs> what? Look, if, if you evil, the more you feed him after now, midnight. He's going to be really upset. <laughs> you don't feed him after midnight. JR. Did they eat chicken? Um. Hornacek says, the rest of the panel, write what you're saying and show it on screen so Kelly knows what you're saying. Every time I do that, though, it's just like, oh, Noel's here. Oh, oh, here she goes. Oh, you're I on your phone. phone. So okay. there you go. Okay. So okay. Uh, start drilling holes in the floor. <laughs> Josh says, here's some more internet money, Kelly. <laughs> God. Good Lord. Uh, no, you know, it's been doing good for a while, and now all of a sudden it's deciding to act up, and I feel slightly targeted today so we'll we'll see i'm gonna try and reset the router that sucks no how long of a feat do you mean i mean you can you can just pull those two doors and stuff like that it's only temporary right i don't think you fully understand i live in a basement (laughs) i have to go like the Is is it your mom's basement no. Oh, okay. This is probably not legal <laughs> in any other state, but Georgia has really like has no renter laws. So oh. real quick, I just wanted to say that I think Kelly's in 60 frames right now. She has this yeah, she, and I'm like, it's so like you guys you, could you look good. That, it's good. No, it looks really good. That's a compliment. <laughs> I would I would kill to have 60 frames. <laughs> well, get that hey, bucket look, of chicken you might. It's my fourteen hundred dollar phone. <laughs> I've got All right, three I've got, one, I've got mm-hmm. one last topic. I didn't put this on the rundown, but it just came up. Uh, Ditko News. Uh, so, uh, an auction company by the name of Heritage Auctions has in Dallas. There you go. In in Texas, uh, this one is um, Amazing Fantasy Fifteen, graded at a five point five. What's rare about this one is inside Steve Ditko allegedly signed it. It says, hi, Charlie. Glad you lo- glad you enjoy S. So I guess that means Spider-Man or Steve. And, well, he signed it. Steve Ditko. Maybe well, I know, but you can have like a special signature. Oh, okay. I guess so. But also sincerely, Stan Lee is at the very bottom of the picture too. So bidding has started at uh, $39,000. So I tried to uh, click Let's on... Well, hey, we could spend the uh, Kelly internet fund on that. Bankman, <laughs> <laughs> you want to go buy this thing? <laughs> uh, there it is. Oh, did it sell? sell? Well, I tried to sign in. Oh, make yes. offer for $93,000. Uh, buy it I, I was, now. Buy it now. Wow, so there's the uh, the page. That what, is what? so dubious. <laughs> that is so dubious. I, I would agree. Do you think it's real is the question. Is that a Stan Lee, I mean, Steve Ditko signature? I don't see Steve Ditko, Ditko saying hi to anybody. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean come on. <laughs> no, true. I know. But I mean, considering no, all those true. weird-ass letters he wrote people, you know, people would say, oh, hi, I love your art or whatever. And then he'd write them some, like, you know, Tome from Ayn Rand, Ayn Rand, or something <laughs> like that, you know? 
I mean, that's just, this is just, no, hi, Charlie is not Steve Ditko. I just wow. don't see Steve Ditko saying that. I, I pulled up Steve Ditko writes Steve down A is A. a. I pulled yeah. up some Steve Ditko signatures and okay. they don't look like it. They don't. I, the D on the Ditko looks off. I mean, I've, I, I, I'm a member of that uh, Ditko letters group and the D just doesn't look good, but I mean, I would imagine, I mean, to me, Steve Ditko probably has an indecipherable scroll. Doesn't he? I mean, like a doctor, <laughs> Brad tried to sell the crawl space to buy it. Uh, the crawl space is not worth 93 grand. I don't, yeah. Um, here, let me pull up. I'm going to close this and try to find a Steve. Dit let me go to that Facebook group where there's letters. I was a little and sad because I, I went onto that website a, a while back and they had it for sale. I know we don't like slots, Iron Man, but the covers are great. It was the cover for Tony Stark, Iron Man number eight. And it was like $8,000. I'm like, I can't buy that. Maybe sad. Oh, I mean, Ditko, I wouldn't even think Ditko would be the kind of guy that do autographs. I mean, I just, I don't think he did. Well, did. In the sixties, he went to a convention. So maybe someone got him in the sixties, right? When Spider-Man came out and, and convinced him <laughs> to do it. He's See, like a he's like Harrison Ford, you know, like where, where he just wants to be left alone. And then when, uh, when someone comes up to him, he's like, fine, I'll do it. Yeah. You know, well, wait a minute. It could be the Steve Ditko that Brad had a picture of at that party. <laughs> oh, Beer. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> checking, out, checking out that girl, right? Oh, my God. German beer. We're seriously doing Incredible Hulk right now. Um, okay. Here is. Let's take a look. Oh, let's see here. Here is the uh, the Ditko letters. There's a there's a real steel Steve Ditko signature. So the D looks different, I think. And let me go back to this D. I feel like we're on an episode of Pawn Stars, by the way. <laughs> let me call in an expert and see if we yeah, can. The best I can do is twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. On <laughs> yeah, there's the D on that. Um, here, I'll go forward again. This isn't but, real. But he said it's but he said it's Steve Ditko, so it must be true. Well, I mean, what what would an auction wouldn't an auction have to corner stick? I'm not gonna you know, to Falco at three in the morning like I did that on the <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Dude, dude wrote back though. I, I love Tom wrote me back. On the air. We make a clickbait video. I called Tom DeFalco at 3 a.m. He answered. I would not be a part of this. It's like those people who call Thanos and the boss baby. We oh. called Tom DeFalco at 3 a.m. Is there a coffee ring on this comic like there was on the letter from Steve Gitko Brad once showed on the podcast? DeFalco, Brad, lose my email address. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, no. You really think someone would do... I'm trying to do the, the rabbit from Arthur. You really think someone would do that? Just go on the internet and tell lies? Well, I, you would think an auction house wouldn't sell it if it was fake. Or... Well, the thing is, is that if they, if they believe it's genuine, but it's not just because they're probably limited on what they know about comics yeah. it's it's entirely possible i mean i've seen that heck i've seen that like at 
legitimate comic book shops just because they feel like that particular issue has to cost that much. Like I have my um, first appearance of Harry and Gwen. There's no, I had to argue with them for two straight weeks to get them to knock it down to about 40 bucks. The last two pages are completely like, if I try to pull it out, it's going to fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. And they were still trying to sell it for about 80 bucks. And uh, Mary says that I'm Rick from Pawn Stars. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> so who's that Chumley great. then? Who's Chumley? That, that'd be me. <laughs> Mark. And I'm not even going to ask fun. who the old man's going to be. So. No, you're the old man. <laughs> Neil, you're, you're, you're the son, I guess. Jenny. <laughs> Kelly, is there? You know, you're the book expert that comes yeah, in. Kelly, you're the yeah, book. I'm the book expert. <laughs> uh, as if one Ditko story was. Wait, 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 what's oh, the great no. on yet? Another. I have what? another Steve Ditko story. On on our YouTube uh, channel, uh, a man uh, went uh, made a comment, and on the Ditko remembrance video we made back when he died in 2018, he said, "I actually went to Steve Ditko's house." And he also has home movies of Steve Ditko. What? That he this posted is terrifying. From uh, his, uh, what is the relation of Mark Ditko? I've got him as a friend on Facebook. But uh, this is Steve Ditko uh, in a home movie. It's really, it's really shaky. But here you go. There he is right there. He's not holding a beer. There he is okay. right there. Feels intrusive. Is that like a <laughs> I'm going to be honest. He looks, he's standing so still. I thought it was a cardboard standy. <laughs> yeah. I'm... There he is right there. Dun, That's dun, the exact dun, same dun, look dun, as that guy dun. you found earlier. Brad, <laughs> you find the real guy. <laughs> so what's, what is your opinion of, I don't know. I don't know if I want to phrase that question. What's the what's the name of the guy from Curb Your Enthusiasm? That's what he reminds me Larry of. Larry David. Yeah, he looks. He reminds me of Larry David. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. What do you? Th- oh, to what a surprise! Brad is about to present a news item that he hasn't completely thought through. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> and you can see Steve Dicko's uh, reaction to all that. <laughs> he, he is passed, and I don't know what he would think of the exposure. He would hate uh, it. He would. He would hate it. <laughs> Get it out of my sight. <laughs> it's it's I, I the garbage. On caring right now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that is last of Steve Ditko news. That's all I got. Uh, I thought we could take a couple about ten minutes worth of questions. If you guys, oh, oh hi Kelly again. Kelly lost it. Uh, we'll take some questions. If you want to ask us questions, if you want to come to the cult of Jr. and praises, <laughs> praises glory, uh, yeah, curb your Ditko enthusiasm. Nice, Adam. I like that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take that video that we had. Brad, can you send me a link to that? I'm gonna see if I can get a friend to edit the curb your enthusiasm oh, music over no. it. Oh, we'll be right no. back. All right, Neil. Hold on. Oh no, we're doing this. Okay, I gotta send it to a friend. Because <laughs> I don't edit videos, I have a friend who does. No, though. It'd be real easy to do it. All right, there you go. Do you guys know that? Um, apparently, apparently the phone will time out. Jonathan. The time, <laughs> I'm the phone will time out. 
Like, I don't know what else, how else to explain that. It was like the phone just decided, like, I could hear you guys, but my camera just decided to completely freeze. Kelly is just fighting with you tonight. My goodness. Uh, Josh has a, uh, thank you for the super chat, Josh. Most overrated Spider-Man story. I say Spider Island and Spider-Verse. I don't think people, I think the only one people like out of those two are Spider Island. Even then that comes with a lot of like 40 asterisks. Um, JR, you're going to say Craven's last hunt, aren't you? (laughs) All because of vermin. No, not because of vermin. I mean, we did we did a whole we had, we did, we did two pot spider histories on it. You know, most overrated. Plus the fact that it started out, it wasn't even a Spider-Man story when it started out. It was a Batman story. Batman story, yeah. The um, I think Spider I, uh, Spider Verse is overrated. I don't think it's a very well told story. But people don't like I, it though. I think it's cool. No, I think a lot of people cite that as a great story. They like it because they made a movie out of it, not because of the book's quality. True. I yeah. think they cite the movie they like. Yeah, the movie's great. The yes. original, the original, like, because the thing is, I think there's some side stories in Spider Verse that were good, like the special one shots and the world building and certain, um, like, Edge of Spider Verse and stuff like that's great with yeah. Penny Parker, but the actual story is really atrocious it doesn't make any sense yeah like, they like it they like it because spider gwen came out of it yeah but like emotionally it just it doesn't resonate because all it was was just complete carnage and then yeah. like really shoddy storytelling that they had to ask people to come in and fix yeah i agree like christos cage <laughs> uh mark you got one that's overrated I, i'm trying to think of one uh spider verse is a is a fantastic one but i don't want to say that because y'all have already talked about that one um people like big time i hear that i Uh, liked i liked big time i didn't but then my opinion is usually discarded as trash so no it's not um i i'm gonna say new ways to die um new ways to die it was asm 593 i think is that when norman brought in like the thunderbolts yeah and and the anti-venom symbiote oh yeah that that was it for me it's it's because of the art um that was when John Romita Jr. was on the decline for me. It, he he went full trash in Avengers, but that was the start of his slow. It was th- think of it like a, a pie chart. You got like the you got like at the top, and then you're like slowly descending, and then it becomes more yeah. gra- it, less gradual as time goes on. New ways to okay, so you got JMS here for John Romita Jr. Then you've got yeah, and then you've got a- after Hulk, you're on. ASM, you're back on ASM for new ways to die, and then you just plummet for Avengers. Yeah, we're using visual aids on this show, guys. So if you're watching this and on Spotify or iTunes, you're out of luck. Peter, you got a uh, overrated one? Um, for Spider-Man stories, sure. I was out. For, uh, <sighs> yeah, Sp- I'm with Mark on this one. Spider Verse. Uh, Jr. If it's not Craven, what is it? Child Within. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks you're gonna love that one. That, yeah, you don't, huh? 
I've always disliked that story. Interesting. Well, you don't like JMD Mateus. I can't even think of what that story is off top of my head. Intellectual stuff. That's that one was with Norman. I mean, with Harry, right? He's going crazy. Yeah, yeah. But it. Yeah, I was about to say. I'll probably. I should stay. I should save my venom. Yeah. For um. For spider history. That, knock knock at the door. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, do you have one? You said spider spider verse like I did, right? Yeah, yeah. but I mean. We all know why I don't like Spider-Verse and why I will adamantly fight it to the bitter, bitter end on how horrible it is. Well, they killed MC2 Peter Parker and they killed Amazing Friends for me. They took out two of the things that uh, Kelly and I they loved. They only killed the, the comic book version of Amazing that's, Friends. That's true. I, th- Mark saved the story for me a little bit. by and telling didn't Amazing Dad comic- come back, Kelly? Huh? May's dad, Peter, came back, right? Yes. Uh, Well, yeah, yeah, we see his hand in that very Buffy season five esque uh, thing uh, at the end of Spider Geddon. And it's kind of alluded to that Annie is already abusing her powers as the the, uh, web weaver to make this happen and make him the other, like basically just says, yeah, he's going to be the other. And we know nothing. We don't know, like, did his leg grow back? How is he climbing out of the dang, the dang um, casket? Like, yeah. there's so much stuff, and it almost makes it, like, ten times worse. And then it doesn't help that a lot of fans really, really want to see. Like, they keep kind of hounding. Like, we noticed this in the interview with Tom and Ron. They keep kind of hounding. Like, they want to know, and they want to check in, which shows, you know, they care. They care about the world. They care about the characters. But it's to me, it while yeah, it brings you back to status quo. It also really still horrifically damages the world as we know it. Yes, yes, I agree. Uh, Vinkman, thank you for the super chat uh, again. What's the longest continuous run of Spider-Man comics you all own? Spencer's run. I have. Hold on. What's wrong? Yeah, I gotta say Spencer as well. Uh, I have issue 22 uh, from uh, 63 to current or no, I've got 21 to current. So yeah, I was going to just go to the comic book shelf. You're mobile now. Look at you. Here, I'll get this from you. There you go. She's she's mobile. Looks like a a a flock of seagulls video. (laughs) And I ran. I ran so far away. Is that your bookshelf of comics? That's the call. Yeah. So hold on, let me see if I can. I don't think I can switch when it's on here, but okay. Oh, that's I wish I had those magazines. Wow, it looks like the Harry Potter books. Um, yeah, okay, here we go. So there's all of this, and then some over here where I've yet to completely finish unpacking from Christmas. (laughs) Um, That's cool. So, yeah, so that's uh, I've got. An entire bookshelf, and it's very, very full, and I need to go through it and reorganize everything. But as Vinkman knows, I have all of MC2, uh, yeah. including every um, every uh, mm-hmm. variant cover. Not that there was a whole lot of them. Oh, but wow. I do. It was... Uh, you get things like the Buzz miniseries? Yeah. <laughs> Dark Devil yeah. and Yeah, I so it's funny, I'll find the buzz every comic book shop I go to. <laughs> yeah. It's and always J2. in the dollar bin. It's always somewhere there. I feel bad that it's always in the dollar bin, but it is better than the quarter bin. 
Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah. it, it is always there. All of all three issues are always there. Yeah. Mark, what's your uh, longest run? Uh, you uh, I have the entirety of the Amazing Spider-Man run with my Marvel Unlimited subscription. So, aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what about Prince? We all that. that. It what, what about Prince? <laughs> how, how far back do you go, Mark? Uh, I started picking up current comics back right before the wed. Uh, but uh, there's some gaps there. There's there's gaps. Uh, I gave up um, late '90s, and then I gave up again mid 2000s and then i gave up again right before amazing grace and then somebody wrote me into mine <laughs> again and then he got wasn't me. by the cross facing you had to read <laughs> neil, yep. neil yours is you said spencer the current my, my longest is spencer so i've got like i don't count relaunches as like an entire run i technically own all of slots run like from big time onwards but i don't count them as like one continuous run in terms of like collecting because they're all relaunches, but Spencer's is the longest continuous non-relaunched. That's, that's good collection for I have. That he hasn't. I, I think. I think in two months, assuming they don't relaunch Amazing Spider-Man, he will have the second longest volume yeah. of issues. He'll, he'll hit triple digits, which is crazy. Because Slot had technically has more issues, but he has an eighteen. He oh, has he's an eighteen got issue issues. volume three, <laughs> and well, that's true. <laughs> but. They they went back to legacy numbering. Uh, I believe forty five issues into volume two. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to predict Jr's answer. I remember he stopped collecting around McFarlane, so that that takes you to nineties. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like when Bagley started. You've got a continuous run of print from Bagley's first run. Am I right? Mark's well, I've. Right. Um, I've got to continue. I mean, I, I went, I stopped several times, but I went back and filled in my collection. So right now, right now I have a continuous run from one thirty four to uh, the second, the third issue after the, after Spencer's second issue, I gave up, uh, you know, and uh, I've kind of come back to, you know, pick up the, some of the kindred stuff, but uh, I, I'd about had enough. Um yeah. So uh, it's a, a 134 to 803, I think. Okay. So. Peter, what's your long run? I actually got the entire uh, Peter Parker Ultimate Spider-Man by Bendis and Bagley. Ooh, I got okay. all that run. That's cool. Well, you've got that that first issue is worth some money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that first issue, even though they printed a lot of them. Um, so thank you, Vinkman, for that question. Uh, there was one. Um, I have a random question for Neil. Yeah. Yeah. What's with the Jiffy cornbread? I don't know. So I, I so I've been unpacking since I because I got back to Austin yesterday, and <laughs> does have Jiffy cornbread. I just <laughs> it's blueberry muffin mix. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> okay. You, you so I got back to I got back to Austin yesterday, and I was unpacking, and I found this Whole Foods bag in my in my luggage, and so my mom apparently when I wasn't looking put in the car like a like a bag of rice. Um, <laughs> Nabisco graham crackers, two things of Jiffy blueberry muffins, and the Soda Stream bottle that no one has been using for ten years, so it's you, mine you, now. You, you said that like I just found this bag full of food, so I took it. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, that water looks like yeah, it. Water looks like it's got wanna, water from Flint, Michigan. Hang on, real quick, real quick, Jr. Pete, I want to, I want to translate a message to you. Okay, I want to make sure you're listening. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Okay, I am 22 years old. I am in college, and this economy, you don't take, you don't take anything for granted. So when you find things, oh, oh, when you find two things of Jiffy Muffins, you don't question anything. You just take them, bake them, and go. Well, mom, hey, model, Jr. Thank you, mom. Mom, if you're here, I love you. If you're listening to this, I love you, and I and I hope to see you in May when I graduate. Uh, I guess I don't know. Whatever, my mom. Hit up some comments. Mary asked a while back. Uh, she asked if we talked about the Miles Morales clone saga. We did not, but I've got it up here. We can talk about it now, Mary. What do you think of Miles Morales having his own clone saga? Hey, look, flower. It's got to be better than the Peter Parker clone saga. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Game novel. <laughs> so, what do you guys think of that? I mean, I've got some flower here. That's oh, all I wow. need to know about the clone saga. So, who are these people in the image? So let's see. We've got not Spider Side, not Tarantula, not Miguel O'Hara. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, all it. all it reminds me of is if clones are becoming fashionable, I should probably finish that April cosplay. Oh. I yeah. I do I do think one of the problems that I've had with Miles for a while, and this is actually a serious criticism I'm having. It's not a meme. Right. Is that Miles has. Um, struggled to differentiate differentiate himself from Peter in terms of like, you know, unique storylines and, you know, really big iconic ones. And this feels like we're just going back in the same circular loop of miles, taking Peter's stories and just putting a miles Morales twist on it. Yep. Basically. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. And um, here, I'm going to go through some comments. Um, uh, Grant says, I, read, I love Carnage, but Red Goblin's story sucked. Eh. I liked Slots. it until Flash died. Uh, Kelly is salty about the Spider-Verse. Yes, we all are. No, I'm not. Josh wants to know, Kelly, do you wish Mayday Parker was canon? And As if there aren't enough Spider-People. Exactly. Yeah, I, I have a complicated thought process on that. Like, it would be cool... But at the same time, I kind of accept what we have, and I'm okay with 982 being 982 and having that little world. Uh, because if just think about like if they had kept Baby May, what kind of like horrific thing would they have put a small child through in the comics? Yeah. I mean, look at look at what happens to Normie every few years. Yeah. <laughs> So real, real quick bet yeah. between, between, you know, what we consider our main universe and the ultimate universe, we're on our fifth clone saga now. Yeah. yeah. Because you've got the ASM one, was it one forty nine? That was the first one with Conway. One forty seven, one forty nine. Yeah. One. Yeah. So you've got that first one and you've got the one that everyone calls the clone saga. And then you've got ultimate clone saga. Then you have clone conspiracy, which I guess is, uh, Clone, clone Saga 4, and now we're on Clone Saga 5. Whoopity hoopity. It's like every time they bring back the Phoenix, I become less and less oh, interested. I, exactly. With the new Avengers storyline, I'm very much so what. Andre, evidently, this episode is brought to you by Jiffy Blueberry Muffins. Uh, <laughs> I'm like Vanna White from Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Look at it. 
I'm the captain now. Because I think we lost our nanomedic uh, sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cornbread. Uh, ain't nothing wrong with that, is what uh, Hornacek says. When Neil was telling JR to look at him, I thought he was going to say, I'm the captain now. <laughs> I, actually, that was Peter he was telling yeah. to look oh, at him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do I look like JR now? Okay. I, well, since I shaved my head a little bit, I yeah. guess. <laughs> but, uh, I wasn't going to say it. I was handsome I'm living off Food Lion brand mac and cheese and ramen. I feel the college struggle, Neil. Grant, aren't you going to drop off some Jiffy blueberry muffins to your boy at college like Neil's wait, mom wait, did? Wait, wait. No, wait a minute. If Grant is living off Food Lion brand mac and cheese and ramen, what the heck is his father doing? Isn't his father supporting that kid? He's I mean, right. What kind of father? Yeah, are, you, right. are you like an Osborne? Is this what you are? You know, Ooh, I mean, he's Ooh, he's got a. Jr. would know. He is the Osborne expert. Uh, oh Food Lion brand builds character. <laughs> <laughs> Probably I remember being a freshman in college and like literally looking for quarters in the laundry room so I could have enough quarters to buy tacos just because I didn't want anything from the cafeteria. Mm. If, if that's college life, you have to yeah. learn. Hang, hang on, Mark. Is there a White Castle near you that you can send food to Grant from? That'll build a character. No White Castle in North Carolina. Uh, um, Adam says, didn't they already do a clone saga with Miles? I think yeah, they did. Yeah, in the last, literally in the last arc of his book, of his yeah. current solo, he fought a literal bootleg of himself named Bootleg. So, <laughs> uh, Josh says, that's exactly why I've never cared about Miles. He doesn't even have his own superhero name. Sometimes Kelly has a clone. She appeared on here. Yes. <laughs> I have a Kelly question. Lyman. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, is Shy Town doing laundry? I am. Yes. This is what a father does. We do laundry oh. for our kids. Oh, right? <laughs> this 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 show is like professional wrestling, where we just dunk on each other, and it's it's all like staged, and we I don't need it, it but it looks way. it looks like it hurts. Uh, Josh Brad is Shy Town or me again, so I can do a little elbow drop. Okay. Uh, yeah, move oh. me over so they can fight. Yeah, there you go, fight, <laughs> boy. Oh, I just I just did a elbow <laughs> slam on Jr. Take that. Oh, I'm told I don't feel it. Uh. Okay. Yeah, drop some why, jiffy on why, Jr. Why must we always choose violence. Uh, Josh is it's demanding answers. Or why don't you like Tombstone? Well, I don't dislike Tombstone, but I, I kind of explained it a little bit earlier is that when Tombstone first came on, it was like he had this weird obsession with Robbie Robertson that I never understood. That kind of tainted the character yeah. for me. It's kind of hard to see him as this super bad, you know, when he has this, uh, you know, I, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but it was just too weird. It was, you know, and it was summoned it's during awkward. Conway's web and it, that wasn't Conway's strongest writing either. So, Tom, what is the chicken pap papikash? What is that, Kelly? How was oh, the chicken? Uh, it's a hun yeah, it's a Hungarian dish that um, Vision made Wanda in a Civil War, I think. Okay. Right? Is it Civil War or is it a? It was Civil War. Yeah. I can't remember. I think it's Civil War. So I decided to make it for WandaVision the other night just because oh, okay. it's not yeah. like I can go out and party or watch it on the big screen with friends. Uh, so yeah. I 
I made it. I have no clue if uh, I made it correctly because I've never had it before. What but, is it? Uh, is it like with paprika? Yeah, with paprika. It's like a, it's a sauce. So it's like a chicken broth, paprika. Um, I put a whole bunch of other spices in it um, and tomatoes. And then like, and then like, yeah, it's got sour cream in it. But what's, mine was way, what's, what's your sour part? cream. What's your grade for WandaVision? You've seen both episodes. I've seen one. Yeah, Kelly and I watched together. We watched like the what minute it came out. What, what do you guys think of it? I love it. I, like, yeah, I, like I, it. I give it an A. I, I hesitate to give it an A plus just because I, I want to see how the stuff that they set up now pays off later. And yeah. I just wanna... Does episode two explain something? Because if we repeat what I just saw. I I think it explains. I So I think if you are a, if you've read anything with Scarlet Witch and Vision, there's a lot of Easter eggs and hints towards um, towards kind of what they're doing from the comics. It's It almost feels a lot like how Infinity War felt, where like if you knew what storyline they were going with, there's a lot of Easter eggs and payoff immediately. And that's the, that's the way I feel. I could be completely wrong, though, because I've also seen people that know way more than me Focusing on something else they saw or something else See, they saw. And I don't, know if the, I don't think this is a spoiler, but in Schindler's List, there was a little girl <laughs> with a red coat. It was the only color in that movie. Uh -huh. On the first episode, there was a little red dot on a stark toaster. And that had to be no, okay. Well, th that's that's a reference to something else. Okay. Yeah, you, so you, have to, you have to pay I, attention to. Oh, I'm sorry, Kelly. No, 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 you're fine. Uh, yeah, we were talking about those commercial breaks and what they mean. And all all I can say that's a non-spoiler is Kevin Feige did say that they do mean things. Okay. And I've taken it one way. Neil's, I think Neil's taken it. I've, I've gone. On, I've taken. I have taken Kelly's thesis, and I have <laughs> yeah from it somewhat. Peter and Mark and Jr. Have you watched Wandavision yet? Yep. Not yet. We're going to tomorrow. Yeah. I watched it. Chi Town, what's your grade on it? I give I it an A. I give yeah. it an A. Uh, um, Kelly has been educating me on the uh, Wandaverse and Vision because I only really, I only read Spider Man. So it, it was, it was I fun. Think, I think my theories are pretty sound right now. No, yeah, you're, you've got a, you've got a solid, you've got something solid going there. It, it was fun to watch because Kelly and I watched it with another friend, like the mm -hmm. minute it dropped, and it was, it was fun, like trying to figure out what was going on in real time. It's sort of like watching a live stream. Because yeah, you, don't have, you don't have time to go on like bleeding cool or something and yeah, get yeah something. And it, was, it was also fun because uh, it was with my friend Chris, you know, who, mm -hmm. who came on for Spider Karaoke, mm -hmm. and uh, he he knows nothing. Oh, okay, except the movies, and so it was. The, the first episode reminded me very much of the Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah, that's yeah. what that, I think. Yeah. That's what they said. That yeah, because even in the opening, Dick Van Dyke trips over the sofa yeah. or the mm -hmm. chair, and Vision went through it. So I was yes. like, "That's that's totally a reference." First yeah. one's Dick Van Dyke. Second one's going to be Bewitched. Yeah. Bewitched. Yeah. Yeah. It was Bewitched. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, actually me... talked to Dick Van Dyke uh, prior to filming it, and they actually filmed the Dick Van Dyke episode in front of a live studio audience. There you go. Let me get through some of these questions. They're coming in. ES wants to know, what are you guys and gals going to do with all those comics towards the end of life? I have 183 to 400 plus comics. Ha! 
just that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what am I going to wonder if my newborn daughter will even want them? I've said uh, that it would be better to split them up. Like the really rare stuff, sell them separately on eBay and then sell them all as a big lot and hopefully make a little bit of money. Yeah. my I, I've kind of had a thing where like I keep the runs that are, that are really good and I enjoy and then, like, I take the ones that I don't like and I sell them on eBay. Like, I, I ha- or if I have runs that are like incomplete, I just sell those. Yeah. So, well, Jr., what are you going to do with all those long boxes? Well, as the uh, the one who's the closer to the closest to the end of life, as compared uh, to the rest <laughs> of you, strangely enough, I think uh, they'll probably wind up going to Spencer. I mean, uh, oh, he cool. uh, he, uh, you know, we uh, kind of mentioned. Uh, what I would, what he was interested in, should I, you know, pass beyond this mortal coil? Uh, you know, he's not interested in the Star Trek stuff. Because uh, actually, actually, <laughs> yeah, give that to your other son. <laughs> I'm your, I'm your son now. Uh, well, who's your daddy? You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> but actually, I have been thinking about some of that because I have like a lot of baseball cards, you know, yeah. from uh, the 70s. And it's like, I have no, I mean, I have no interest in baseball anymore either. And it's like, what if I die with this stuff? You know, I mean, yeah. you know, it's not like yeah. you think you're going to make a lot of money, but it's like, you know, you want it to go to somebody who would, who wants it, you know? And well, uh, I mean, that's how Mile High Comics and that's how Lone Star Comics, they buy big lots of comics. Like I, I, I've heard stories of widows bringing their, their husband's comics to them. They buy them as a big lot. They probably make pennies on the dollar for mm. off these things. I mean, they're not, unless you have some really key valuable silver age stuff, maybe like the first appearance of Deadpool, more modern first appearance of Wolverine, stuff like that. The other stuff, you're not going to get much for it. Honestly. I mean, but. I've got my dad's, some of my, what, what has survived uh, yeah. from my dad's stuff. Uh, like, I mean, he's fine. It's just uh, his, when he went off to college, his mom uh, found ways to get rid of, of a lot of very, uh, very key silver age Batman comic uh, that I don't, I, I think that he's, he's still hurt by a little bit. And that was one of the reasons why, like, when I was collecting spider girl, that's why they're all bagged and boarded and yeah. taken care of. And, you know, I, even now it's like, I would much rather read, read it digitally than grab, grab the floppy. Uh, Cause he kind of taught me the importance of keeping them structurally sound. But um, I have a, I have a bunch of his and it's like, I, what's I don't the, know. I think I'm the weird one you got from dad, like a Marvel related. What's a rare one you got from dad? I think just some Hulks, but I think he found those later on and just okay. gave them to us when we were little. Cause he was a really big Batman fan. And a lot of what got kept was like old, uh, golden key. So uh, stuff like, uh, like the arc, uh, in like the biblical ones and the Ripley's believe it or not. And those are kind of what survived somehow. Uh, and then I know he's found a couple Batman stuff that he's handed us that he remembered. And, you know, there's, there's a bunch of different ones because he used to go check baseball card prices. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's something I meant to ask the audience and also you guys back in, back in my day, we used to have the overstreet price guide and we used to be able to check how much stuff's worth. And then in the nineties, I used to check it with wizard 
where do where do people check out how much your comics are worth anymore? I know yearly you can get the the Overstreet. Is that still is that the default price guide now? Yeah. I think people either go to eBay or C- or the CGC to get a fair estimation of either value or grade. CGC, the unplasticed, will yeah, they the, do the, one, the ones that you get, like in the, the ones you get in like the, the slab no, ones, the ones you get graded. That that I have no interest in CGC at all. I don't want to. I don't want to. Whatever, uh, carbonite my book like Han Solo. Uh, it's almost like overly expensive for things that don't matter and money. Yeah. Oh, uh, I just saw Peter's private message. He work called, didn't want to interrupt, got to swing out. So peace out, Shy Town. So Brad, you saw you saw how much ASM fifty five before ASM fifty six came in and tanked speculator sales. Did you see how much ASM fifty five was going for on the speculator market? I haven't. That's the one with the beautiful cover, right? Yeah. yeah. So that one was going for like fifty dollars. First print. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, let's get I have more comments. Uh, Mary says, I think Bendis's uh, ultimate clone saga is the best. That's because that's just the ones the least complicated. Yeah, that's true. Andre, I want a crawl space T. I live in the U.S. now. I demand it. I don't merch have store, either, merch store, merch store, merch store. <laughs> I, I need to make them. I've said this for months and it's a, a local T-shirt shop. Uh, made them and I sent them to the crew. What year did I send those out, JR? 2018? Yep. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I need to make another run. Uh, I'd like to get a different color than black, too. Uh, make, it, think, make, make it like the Gleason one, black on red. Like a red gray. I think a gray would be nice. But Andre, yes, I will. I, I plan to do that. Uh, my first goal, if I'm talking behind the scenes, uh, I'm wanting to get a new theme for the website. Uh, I've picked one out and I just need to pay for it. I need to have some time to tweak things. But uh, if you notice on the front, my little gallery of everything new is gone. So I want to do that before I start doing the t-shirt stuff, but I will ask people if they want a t-shirt and I will make it available. Uh, also, I, I, in, just, in hindsight, I wish in 1998, if I could talk to my 1998 self, I wish I would have called the site Crawlspace and not Spider-Man Crawlspace because t-shirt shops locally that I went to, they said, we can't put Spider-Man on your t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So in hindsight, I wish I would have just called the place Crawlspace. But yeah, anyway. in some cases you can't even, I mean, like you can't go to the bakery and exactly and ask for like a Spider-Man cake, unless it's a licensed, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. there exactly. that you can choose from. And so. I, I, yeah, I could get, I, I tried to do what, what was a t-shirt shop several years ago where you could make merch uh, and they just turned me down because it has the word Spider-Man on it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, Grant says last semester college, the dollar menu at Taco Bell is a life. What's on the dollar menu? The Frito burrito. Oh, not the Frito burrito. They took Tacos. out the Frito burrito, and that makes me mad. I am so mad about that. <laughs> I remember and, when regular tacos were on the dollar menu, and now the, I think they're like not. Oh, that. Now they're two dollars. Yeah, that thing is not worth two dollars. And am I the only one that gets cracked shells at Taco Bell when I order the taco? Yes. Really? No. I, I get I get some busted up ones. It really depends on your Taco Bell. Mine, mine, it must be ghetto because mine are always beat up. And I always get the Dorito ones, and they're beat the hell. Well, here's uh, here's the thing though: is that the, is that, is that the taco? Here's the thing: was that the is that the Taco Bells in the rougher sides of town are genuine generally the ones that are actually better about food quality? Because I, I I live on 
the south side of Austin, right? Yeah. And it's, and it's unfortunately it's become a gentrified part of the town, especially the closer you get to downtown from where I live. But there's a section of it that's somewhat beat up, and there's a Taco Bell next to it, and they actually do a really good job of packing the food. So, uh, Grant says, I'm pretty sure Food Lion brand is Dark Mark's favorite. Do you like food? <laughs> is, is that... Uh, in Walmart, they call it great value. Is Food Lion a food, similar food uh, a cheaper grocery store budget? in the South? Okay, yeah. Food Lion's a grocery store in the South, and their okay. their uh, mac and cheese is uh, top notch right there. It puts is it really? In yeah. Food huh. Lion and Win Dixie are also. Um, wow. Oh, Win Dixie and Win Dixie are also like that. Uh, is in the South, like. South, yeah. Like south, because they got rid of all the Food Lions and changed them to Win Dixie. But they're um, the same. Here's the question: uh, Mac and cheese shells or the regular kind? I like shells. Depends on how I'm feeling. Uh, <laughs> just, whatever just the is regular, gluten-free. little tiny, yeah, you know, little little noodle type things. Little noodles. I don't like those. Jr., what, what do you sip through a straw? Uh, <laughs> well, considering that I, uh, I probably don't. I don't have my teeth. Probably just about everything now. You know. <laughs> Uh, Adam likes that uh, Tombstone Robbie arc. That was a good Connery run on spec. Yeah, yeah, no accounting for taste. Each, uh, <laughs> each his own. Uh, knock, knock, let the devil in. Uh, I've I love this becoming like a running meme on this show. I've get, uh, Transformers, Star Trek, and and that song. And, <laughs> Just that song specifically, and, not, and, the, not the movie. Now, evidently, I've given away a lot of comics to friends I know will enjoy them, since I know my family won't. That's good, Joel. Uh, I know someone that bought six copies of McFarland Spider-Man one because they thought they'd be able to sell them years later and retire. <laughs> I, I bought 10 copies and sold them really cheap on eBay about 10 years ago. I found one at a Goodwill. On waiting for that, found, that market to really hit. You, you found Spider-Man one at a Goodwill. <laughs> yeah, I found uh, that. Well, okay. So I was um, doing vol- like student volunteer work at a Goodwill student center, like yeah. basically helping them with GED stuff and filing it. And yeah. someone that came from sorting was like, hey, we can't price this. Do you want it? And it was <laughs> Spider-Man number one. And I was like, yeah, sure. So, uh, Would you price it? Oh, they, gave it they gave it to you. They gave it to yeah. you. Well, doom, doom, doom. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you know when Dark Marks or not? I mean, when Grant said that uh, he was used to uh, used to it, I'm assuming that he meant uh, he was used to his father's uh, cheap uh, ways uh, and unwillingness <laughs> to feed him. Because uh, he said, yeah, "I'm the, in my last year of college, and I'm used to it." In the so, Al- in the Alford family, you yeah. have to hunt for your meal. You have to He's go. Not, you have to go to the grocery store yourself. Look. Look, Grant's father's a teacher and his mother's a teacher in North Carolina. We we barely feed ourselves here. <laughs> okay, actually this is unironically true. My mom is a teacher in Texas and she will just sit there. Oh, so like why did you have, have, a, to have a Texas uh <laughs> Uh, salary. Wow, that'd be nice. I mean, if you can't if you can't feed him, why did you have him? You know? Salary's trash, Mark. Hankman is converting his collection from single issues to trades, and I'm keeping the Spider-Man books, but everything else is fair game. I just sold off virtually all my pre-crisis Superman and Batman books. Hankman, I hope you're using in-stock trades to catch up. Uh, by the way, Neil, you triggered Jonathan. He's upset about those Frito burritos being gone. Yeah, they, they were, were great. They were good. And they, unironically, they were they were actually really good for their value. Uh, 
Uh, F in the ch- guys, F in the chats for the Frito burrito. Do they have O fries? What's an O fry? Remember? What you O-fries. called the order. The, the or- <laughs> we're, we're now calling. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the order. O-fries? O-fries. I forgot that my own nickname for him. That's funny. Jay, the order you the memory <laughs> game yet for Christmas. Have you have you sent that to him yet? Have I what? I was wondering if Jr. sent you the memory game. Yeah, he got you for Christmas. <laughs> yet. Oh. <laughs> uh, es says thanks, Kelly. I hope she will talk about the stuff I leave for her with the same reverence someday. That's cool. <laughs> Uh, so Brad and have you guys and Kelly read the Spider-Man book from the month and year each of you were born and what are your thoughts on it? Each of you. Hey, let me oh, figure man. out what month. Oh, wait, way to leave Jr. out of that question. Yeah. <laughs> just about pretty close. Okay, so do I, should I just put in September 1990 or should I like go back two months and do the July? Amazing Spider-Man February 1975 is when I was born. So this is the issue that was when I was born. So amazing 141 came out. Oh, that's when he fought Mysterio, right? That, that's all illusions. If Danny I Burkhart Mysterio. Yes. Oh okay. yeah. That's... So okay, you're all I'm typing. Kelly, what are you? Amazing Spider-Man. What? What month, Kelly? Uh, September 1990. I'm mad about it because it it, it has my least favorite villain. Okay. There. Oh, Doc Ock. <laughs> That's yours. <laughs> I oh, you were you were you were shipping twice in the summer with that storyline. I remember that one. Yeah. I, had, I had a bunch That's... of books come out the month I was born. Let's well, see. Give me your month. That's I was October nineteen. I was October nineteen ninety eight. I had amazing number four forty. October uh, nineteen ninety eight. I'm just uh, since sensational number thirty two. Uh, spec number two sixty two, Spider Girl number zero, Spider Girl number one, Spider Man number ninety six, and the manga numbers twenty one and you numbers twenty and twenty one. Came out when Spider Girl premiered. Kelly like that. Mark, <laughs> when were you born? I feel old. November nineteen seventy. I'm sorry, Kelly, but you had to live with it. <laughs> okay, oh, it's always eBay auctions. It's hysterical. Uh. What is is that? Oh, that oh, is this uh, the- George Stacy died. Yeah. Hey, George milestone Stacey died, so you uh-huh. could be born, Mark. That's right. <laughs> Had to make room. <laughs> what'd you say? Someone to die, so they can make room for him. Oh my God, Jr. What month and year? Um, I'm just going to give you the year, 1963. I'm not going to give you the month. Oh well, that's probably ASM one. <laughs> I got it is when Jr. was born, Spider-Man was too. <laughs> so I, I put I put in the private chat f- for Dark Mark corpses shifting off for room a fate you must abide. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I, there's O fries. Where was I? Kelly. Uh, no, we've read that one. Grant Alford has somehow become Oliver from Charles Dickens, getting barely any food and pleading for more. <laughs> so after, after, see, after we after we uh, we uh, meet the target for the Kelly Internet Fund, then we're going to have the feed Grant Alford fund. Yeah, hey, Carl Sanders for the kids. All right. Yeah. 
For the kids, five hundred dollars. I I did go ahead and grab a Wi-Fi booster off Amazon. It should be here tomorrow. So oh, maybe there you go. tomorrow night. Uh, oh yeah. satellites, satellites. Um, yes, War tomorrow night. If you want to watch, we're gonna do uh, spider satellites. How many books? Eighteen, if I remember correctly. I believe so. Yeah. I just uh, have Spider Woman. I get to talk about Jessica oh, and Valkyries. Oh yeah. yeah, she she did you see the image of her new suit? Uh it's her old suit, but did what did they change? I don't see a change. I don't know. I don't no, care. They they just jumped they basically just said she was coming back to her classic suit uh in April. Yeah. Uh let's see real quick. Uh because we need to wrap this up. We've been going two and hours and a half. Uh great Larson cover when you were born. If the clone saga is so hated. Why does Marvel keep bringing it back? Because it made him a boatload of money. Yeah, people love hate reading. Yeah. That's one of the reasons American number one is so circulated is because people love to hate on it. Josh says, JR and Amazing Spider-Man were born at the same time. It was meant to be. (laughs) All right. Let's go around the horn for final thoughts. JR, it was meant to be, huh? I suppose so, although technically Spidey came out in 62, which uh, was a little bit before my time, but would not. But he was still bi-monthly when I was born, so. <laughs> what do you mean? Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man was bi-monthly? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't I know that. Yep. <laughs> they really didn't trust him selling monthly, did they? When did these go monthly? Uh, late 63, the second half, uh, about probably October of 63 or something. What like issue that. is that? Like issue five or something? Something like that, yeah. Something Dr. like it. showed up? Yeah. Kelly, final thoughts. Um, there's a lot of random spider news for you tonight, <laughs> and I I will fix my internet. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> to recap, buckets of chicken, dating apps, Spider Man fought Santa, uh, Neil protested news items. Uh, <laughs> I will become new Jr. New Jr. And remember, we have two Patreon funds going right now. <laughs> Get Kelly a better internet and feed Grant hey, all feed Mark's boy. Uh, <laughs> final thoughts, Neil. Where's so, your Brian, muffins? By the way, where'd your muffins go? They're over here. <laughs> Things I never thought I'd ask you. Okay, so here's my final thoughts, Brad. Okay. The show is infinitely more entertaining when you just find us random not what when we like you give us the stuff that we talk about. Yeah. But then we go find something more interesting out of that. So I, yeah. So so take what you find, right? Yeah. And then click the first link in there and go find something dumber. And that'll be way more fun. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All this planning I do, you bring out freaking Jiffy Blueberry muffins. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's more, it's more entertaining. Oh, well, there you go. Hey. Oh. All right, Mark, you going to go feed your boy or what? <laughs> no, I don't have to. You guys are going to take care of that for me. <laughs> it's like he, just, he gets a Fortnite supply drop. It's just got a chug jug in there. Bring it back to Lost. He's just going to have a giant package of what's that grocery store? Food Lion? Food Lion. Food Lion is going to drop it from the sky. For, thanks, Patreon. <laughs> orbital, an orbital drop. There you go. Uh, Neil did a commercial for Jiffy Pop. What, Adam? It's just Jiffy, the brand of muffin. Oh, oh, Gary and the Frozen. Sins uh, Past. You did a whole episode. We did a spider a- history involving Sins Past. So, uh, yes. yeah, in fact, that is the uh, that is the origin of uh, George's 
uh, accusa- uh, uh, erroneous accusation that I make things up. So, yeah. Vinkman, thank you for your generosity. You're awesome. Thank you so much. And tomorrow night, Kelly and Neil and Javi and Tyler and I will be back reviewing 19 different spider titles. Uh, JR, aren't you happy you're not reading King and Black? I am ecstatic, frankly. <laughs> but Norman's in Thunderbolts. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to. Uh, I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody.